With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Peace. We are doing the goddamn thing to death. But not really, though. I see the chat room and the and the phones are filling up. That had me scared for a minute. I thought y'all niggas was on CNN watching the outcome of the vote. Scary ass niggas. Don't front for me. I know y'all all scared. You know what I'm saying? I seen all my human friends on Facebook doing their little I just voted selfie. You know what I'm saying? That shit made me disgusted. I just remember why the fuck I left New York fucking with these ass niggas. Clown ass thing. I just voted. Nigga, you think that shit... That, that, you know, that, that whole excuse, your ancestors died for you to vote. I said, motherfucker, more of your ancestors died for you to read, bitch. So why don't you go get dig into a book and understand what this bullshit is you buying into, slave. We waiting for Brother Elijah to get on. We're going to have a guest tonight, S. Ali Myers. This nigga need to call in and stop the bullshitting. So S. Ali Myers, wherever you at. Oh, there you go. Oh, he's on point. I like this nigga. Ali Legend. He's in the building. All right. We're gonna, we're gonna get to this nigga soon. I like that. I like a a a, a nigga that's just efficient. Got all his faculties together. <laughs> My man Ken's in the building. He came through to chill with us. Ken Ken from class. That's my nigga. He's a fellow sneakerhead like myself and his knowledge in the area. It's quite, quite formidable. formidable. Yes, that's that's the word I was looking for. Formidable. You know, he he's a man who loves to see see somebody's shoes in some fine cotton. You know what I'm saying? Walking the earth, he must walk the earth in that finery. You know what I'm saying? So you know, if you understand such as myself, this young brother here is also in that particular understanding. No doubt. He in the building. That's my man. I like this guy. He's kind of real sharp. He's kind of one of those sharp tacks from class. One of them dudes that kind of, you know, I, you know, I like dudes that just know random, flat facts about shit that don't matter. He's that nigga. Superfluous information is what he says. But shit kind of comes in handy. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those dudes. How many years was friends on the air? You know, shit like that. <laughs> Who produced it? Uh, yeah, where's Avita at? She needs to drag her old gigantic ass in this motherfucker. Waiting for, oh, there's Brother Elijah. Let's get him on. Now, he's not in the house today. He's not in the building. He's got his house, which is even goddamn better. We don't hear that damn echo. Brother Elijah, what's going on, my nigga? Uh, everything is good, man. What's good with you? Just chilling, my brother. Just chilling. All right. Got chicken bacon, you know what I'm saying? Steaming. Bubbling up some greens. 
Yeah, this is going to be Yo, that, that makes me want to hop in the car and drive 40 minutes, you know? Let me tell you, <laughs> I put something in some Tupperware for you, kid, for the brothers who ain't here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate that because I definitely come, come pick that chicken up. No doubt, my nigga. Anytime, baby. Anytime. Anytime, boy. I know it. Yes, sir. Let's check in with our girl Frances Webb, see how her how her show went with Brother Aleem, her lecture. Frances, right. what's going on, sister? Hey, Brother Panic, how are you? All right, how are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. I'm still on the high from Saturday. Okay, so well well what happened on Saturday that you're high from? Brother Panic broke it. I mean, Brother Panic. Brother Lean broke it down. He was talking about our premortal beginning. He mm. broke it down. He broke it down, and a lot of folks came from your show. Nice, so, good, pretty goody. Yeah, and I recognize pandemonium support. Pandemonium supports. That's what That's we're doing here. Like I said, we're going to all support each other. So if y'all out there have products, or you think you have something you would like to say on the show. Feel free to come on. Okay. Oh, feel free. Let's say, feel free to reach out to Brother Elijah P. Nicole and D. Saxon. That's the, the standard criteria. So, how long did the Brother Lean talk for? Tell me, tell me the details. I wasn't there. We started kind of late because he had to finish his presentation. Um, but we started around. It was supposed to start at four. We started mm-hmm. close to like five o'clock. He Not was bad. going to nine, and he could have gone on, but the acts of change kind of wanted us out of there. But he was just—he was just getting warmed up. Oh yeah, oh no doubt. Yeah, that's that's a marathon nigga right there. Marathon. <laughs> so I'm so glad that 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 it pulled together. How did the webinar go? Oh, that's a horrible story. There were 500 folks on the webinar, and I think four people paid for the webinar. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Uh, we, well, we'll talk about that later. We, there's got to be a more, there is a more efficient way to do that. So you and I will share webinar tips. That is dead wrong. Y'all know y'all wrong for that. I don't even want to get in scolding mode tonight. But uh, 500 people on the webinar, four, four people paid. Does that sound hoteppy to you people? Say it again, sis. I said, I guess it kind of leads to how broken we are in our community. Niggers. You know what I'm saying? That's what niggers would do. You have to have no philosophy. A nigger gets something for free, they go and do it. That's, that's that's what a god does. If you really want to get down to the psyche of it, we gods. We don't, you know, all this paying for shit and organizing shit and communal shit, that's actually broken. And that's why it doesn't work. And that's why I teach you how to free your mind from even being involved in all this human shit. Mm-hmm. You'd want to pay for a whole different reason besides being community. You want to pay for balance, let's just say. It's a whole mm-hmm. different thing. And mm-hmm. when they talk that community shit, that shit don't never work because it's, not, it's, not, it's never designed to work. That's not who and what you are. That's some shit you're trying to use to survive down here on planet Earth. Yeah, I was power my God. That's some shit you use to survive here on planet Earth, and it's not working very well. The whole idea is you're supposed to have this idea 
uh, how can I say it? My motivation for paying you to work on Zaleem, not because of the black-on-black community raising up. It's a form of walking through the planet in your, as your individual power and balance. All that Mayotte shit that everybody likes to talk about, all that mm-hmm. reciprocity and all that crap, is really, karma is, is cause and effect, not bad or good. No such thing as bad or good. All these people that stole the webinar, there's not a rock going to drop on their head. Nothing's going to happen. Because if they did it, they didn't feel it was bad in the first place. Mm-hmm. So what makes it bad or good is your idea bad or good, which is an invention. So what makes balance is how you uphold dignity. So it becomes responsible for me to pay for that webinar because cause I see the God in you. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for a balance, uh, a balance or equal a stint or stay with you, that's why I would pay. Not because we're trying to save some fucking community. That never really existed. Never worked. You had you had your moments. You know what I'm saying the Black Panther Party, civil rights. You know the the village in in, in in South Carolina. But overall, there's always this collapsing because that's not what we're doing here, and, and that's a big nugget to understand and swallow. But we need to move with each other in a way where we're dealing with God is is how gods deal with each other. You give them the saying? Yeah. If you feel better, you can call it like community. So how gods and goddesses deal with each other. And I want to pay because I'm dealing with the same thing that's in me. I see them equal. You get what I'm saying? So all that moral that we say, you know, we later talk about is trickled down for a, a, a bigger understanding. How can I jip myself? Why would I want to steal something so sacred that he's dispensing? Because it cheapens what I am. It's not just jipping him and getting taken out, which it is. You understand? And taking money out of your pockets for something that you're doing, it is. And they should feel disgusted from that. But saying this a community is never bring anybody's morality back online. So that's not going to make a, you know, something I do have to do more for the community. Let me start paying for my sandwich meat. I don't think you're going to hear that. It's just an understanding they have to come within themselves that is beyond community. This is dealing on a higher level of balance. Mm-hmm. So that leaves her unbalanced. You get what I'm saying? And, and really, it leaves you unbalanced who didn't pay for that, and, and that's what you later been calling karma and, 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 and what goes around comes around, but it actually leaves you in a place of unbalance. And that knowledge that you didn't balance yourself out to get, it's not going to work for you. That's what we talk about. Ain't no community outreach program shit. That shit's not going to work for you because you didn't receive it in full balance. You didn't, see, you didn't receive it in a balanced state. And in the balanced state now, you got to come up with some cheese. You know what I'm saying? To watch these, you know, it's a big production. You understand what I'm saying for what she's doing? It's a big production for what she's doing. If, even if you found somebody to take it for free, you need to bless her. You know what I'm saying? And y'all need to email her who did watch it for free. 
And, and watch, uh, watch it just make a little donation to it. And I'm saying, listen closely. Four people paid. 500 people watched. That don't even sound right. That don't even sound right. What you need to do, uh, Francis, tell them where they can reach you. And the Moline family. E-L-O-R-I-A-W-E-B-B at MSN.com. One more time, Ms. Francis. E-L-O-R-I-A-W-E-B-B at MSN.com. Okay, y'all need to understand. She this because remember she brought me out there and I seen to the ends her and her family went to to make us stay comfortable and to make a make the whole situation a smooth one for us. And it was a whole heap of work for her to walk away with nothing and a pat on the back. It's kind of funky. You get what I'm saying? And it is an imbalance. So just, you know, bless her so she could bring somebody else back. Because of what the first show she did with us, she was now able to bring a lean, a little bit more on the grand scale, I'm sure. And I'm sure she has plans to bring others. But who, forget can't do it, who the fuck wants to do it? When they're going out this way to find interest in this information and present you something that you ain't seen in a long time. Lecturers doing live lectures, lectures again. Why do you think I said yes to this shit? I said no for years, but I said yes because the lecture circuit was such a phenomenal experience and is now just dwindled and gone away with this fucking arguing shit. I'm glad to step up and say, okay, whatever, I'm willing to help, but y'all gotta help, especially from Pandemonium family. Five hundred of them niggas that ain't coming from no place else but here. Because me saying it. So I'm embarrassed for the for the weakness that you niggas showed. So if you watched that shit and you made this didn't know and thought it was free, it wasn't. So go back and pay your dues. She gave you her address. She'll give you her PayPal. Make a donation. If you can't afford it, make something at least to try to get some balance back. I promise you, spiritually, you stole that shit. You knew you stole that shit. And now that you know you stole that shit... It ain't going to really resonate. You're going to know it on the surface. You're going to feel an intellectual stimuli from just listening to it. But a spiritual transformation, you can never have until you have that balance. All that my yacht shit that you like to fucking talk about, but that shit means. That's what it means. It has many meanings. It has all the human meanings that you niggas like to talk about. But it also has higher principles, and it resonates this balance on a few levels, on a few levels, and one of the levels of uh, on a, one of the higher levels are are peer to peer balance, I guess you would call it. And if you're not dealing with the others on the spiritual level, peer to peer. Now on a human level, some niggas, you know, vote or die. You know what I'm saying? You can care less. You're not talking about raising up humanity. And in a certain way, you still want to balance out humanity. You don't want to take a nigga's money and just walk off. You know, some shit is going to happen. But on a spiritual level, you can't play that game. There's no such thing. So you are going to get spiritual information, and the only way we can really balance that out is not only your attendance and doing the work as a form of payment, but to make it happen, you're going to need some physical money. Y'all niggas need to do something about that. 
about that. I'm real disturbed to hear this. Real disturbed to hear this. But, Francis, what I am going to do is I, I'm going to reach out to you, probably not this week, but next week. Okay. And, um and we're going to figure out a better webinar solution where it's not even possible for this to happen. Okay. So I want okay. to personally thank you for what you're doing, what you, which, which, you, which I'm sure you're going to continue to do, and all the rest of that because that's a big deal to me. You know what I'm saying? I do miss live lectures. So mm-hmm. I know when I came, I tried to give you all my all, and I'm sure Aleem did the same. He did. Both of you guys did. I'll say to that. You both did. Good. Good. Yeah. But there Good. was a highlight from the from the weekend. I took him to the Freedman Cemetery. We did a ritual there, and they really enjoyed that. Oh, okay. Was- yeah, because we didn't get to make it there. Boy, <laughs> see, they in a they in better see they in a better time for Dallas. Oh my God! Here we go with Ooh. the hot. <laughs> oh, my, but let me tell you though, what you got used to is unearthly. This shit oh, right here was like walking on. It was like I was leaning on a grill. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> a, a applewood smoke grill. And, and some dude had a long hoodie on. I'm like, what? What's going on here? I got in the back of Francis' car and just went to sleep. I have to leave. <laughs> I had to escape that shit. Ain't no AC. The AC's coming on now. Feeling kicking in. None of that shit. Like nigga, this this like, I can't do that graveyard. I can't walk out there. I must literally have a stroke. You know what I'm saying? So I say, yo, just take me to the airport. I need to sit around white people. <laughs> oh God! Balance out my chi, <laughs> make it feel normal. You know, because they don't let shit just go on. You know, wherever they are, the shit is the, everything's up to code. The AC, <laughs> soft drinks, the room, you know, the temperature, you know, <laughs> you know, the right Celsius. You know what I mean? Chips are, you know, the expiration date. I'm saying, you know, we, we, we fucking, this is some nigga shit out here. We getting the back, everything's just black, you know what I'm saying? The car seats, leather and black. The car black. I'm like, oh, this shit is the bomb in the winter. But y'all need to put this up and get a skateboard during the summer. Because this shit is doing too much. <laughs> so Aline can do all of that shit because he's in some nice fucking November weather, which I'm sure is just like, it's probably like a cool summer day out there now. And then, no, no, whatever it is when niggas do, well, it's a dry heat. Okay, what the fuck is that? The oven is a dry heat, you know what I'm saying? That kick, that chicken is turning golden brown. Like, oh, the oven, is, it's a moist heat. The nigga, hot is hot, you know what I'm saying? It's a dry heat. Hey, like that justifies me about to pass out. I can't. Oh, it's the air, nigga. Oh, I need an oxygen hit. This giant Aline did a ritual. Yeah, try that ritual shit. Some of the ritual in that summer is try to get the temperatures down. You know what I'm saying? That is the ritual. You know what I'm saying? The ritual. To get the temperature down. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't get to go to that cemetery, but maybe one day, maybe maybe Francis will have us back, and we'll go to that cemetery. But we come back; it's got to be. I'm ready to come in dead winter because dead winter don't feel like dead summer. Yeah, that's when it's the bomb. Well, that's a different kind of hot out there, boy. You think so? I, I, I. Well, I guess I'm used to it. I thought it was just normal. 
No, 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 no. You know how I know you get used to that heat? Because when I've seen that white man come out with a, a full-blown hoodie, motherfuckers is wearing suit jackets outside, just just yapping it up, all happy about themselves. That's it. Oh, you, this is something people get used to or something. This is some odd shit because, yeah, I thought I, was, I thought I was in a fucking Matrix, Dark City or some kind of shit. But niggas is wearing some old shit. I'm like, how can you do that? I really wanted to be naked. We went to the, you know, one of them buildings that spin, like the shit they got out here, mm-hmm. the whole restaurant spin. Shit, nigga. I was in that motherfucker, boy. I was like, nigga, ain't no pool in there that spin. <laughs> I just want to take a dip or something. Wash up in the sink. It was crazy. But we still have fun. Frances took it around. She was such a sweet lady. You, It's like, uh, you know, what? that's what hurts, too, that these niggas, got, she's like one of the, the, the sweetest people you will ever meet. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, y'all niggas, y'all niggas, y'all watching this, all this good shit, pay her, you know what I'm saying? She's putting out her money to, it costs money to fly them in, put them up in a hotel, and pay his fee, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of, that's a lot of peanuts, you know what I'm saying, to put out. No matter how soon you book a hotel. Right, right. Hotels are just hotels, you know what I'm saying? When you look at three days of that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all we got to do it for each other, at least in this group. We got to do it for each other. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, this ain't about just me and my crew. I'm saying whoever out there, if you got something you're trying to sell and you need to talk to the people, then talk to Danielle and talk to uh, P. Nicole. And we'll see what we can do to get you on, talk about your product so we can get that attention. We all take care of each other. So this is a part of taking care of each other. That's that's a big part of what this radio show is about, creating that network. So really, as Francis said, that community thing that doesn't work, this is a better chance of at least networking and trying to make something happen on that level. It always fails, as we just see. But at least we can make a hell of an attempt, you know what I'm saying, a hell of an attempt to try to take care of each other. Let's get that shit, you know what I'm saying? So you got anybody planned for uh, next, or are you thinking on it, Miss Francis? I don't know. Aline said he wants to come back. I don't know if I want to have you guys probably come back together. He wants to do the whole, holy orgasm. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this. Me and him together, or me and whoever together, never works. There's not enough time. I can talk for fucking five, six hours, mm-hmm. and so can he. Mm-hmm. So we'll be in that motherfucker just, uh, it, it's never a good look. <laughs> like, if you did a headline and you got to get, like, somebody, like, coming up new. Mm-hmm. That's why we're trying to have people on the show so people could, uh, at least from Pandemonium, could know him and, and hear him so you could bring them. So we're going to have this brother, S. Ali Ali, on tonight. Uh, brother Elia got him. So we're going to see what he's about. We had, you know, uh, See a grand on so far, mm-hmm. or really on so far his book Necessary Evil. We had um, uh, the Dark Yogi sister on talking about abuse. So you know we're just trying to keep people on, and those guys are probably be excellent to bring with someone. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay, They'll be able to do like an hour, hour and a half to open up. It'll be intelligent, and you know they're not seasoned lecturers. When you bring two seasoned lecturers in. 
no one's going to get a word in edge, edgewise. It'll be just competition. And it'll be worse because Aleem is real mild, mild, mild-mannered. So I'll be sitting in there taking over. <laughs> you know, and he knows, like I said, it is, it'll be worthless because he could talk five hours himself with, with, with hard, hardcore knowledge. So it'll be like more like a waste of your money. Mm. Mm. Okay. Like I said, so the whole idea is we want guests for this show. We want to bring people out with something to say so people can hear other voices, you know, mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we're trying to build here. So those new voices here will probably be excellent to bring with Aleem, bring with me, or whoever you have in mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That okay. would probably be yeah. So if y'all got something that uh, I also Infinity Goddess says peace to S peace to Master S Ali Myers. I also so some good shit. I remember. I think. My God, I think he was real cool. I know he's on my friends list, but I think I think I remember him. From, you know, I'm hard with names. faces. Yeah, names nada. Mm-hmm. So I think he's in my class, but they must know him because they call him a Master S. Ali Myers. Good. So we have a Master, Master S. Ali Myers. I think he's going to be talking about numerology, or I know he can get into or spiritual business. Be okay. interested in what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, you know, you're always welcome on the show, and anybody you got, you know, we're going to blast it on the show. And anytime you're ready, you just let me know. Okay, thank you. Yes, Miss Francis. We'll and you guys soon. have a blast. You guys, your lecture is coming up this weekend in Florida. I talked to Alcides today, and she's excited about it. So yeah, I know she is. Yeah. I know she. Is. <laughs> she said she, she won't be able to hang out with you guys during the week. She said, but she'll hit, you know hang out with you guys on the weekend. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll. We'll. I mean, we'll. We'll figure some out because Khadija's coming. We're gonna drive up this time. We uh try to uh, save a little bit of change. Oh. That's so, not too bad. Drive. My daughters used to live in Tallahassee. They went to FAMU, and my mother lives in Atlanta, so we would do that drive. It's not, it's not that right. bad of a drive. Yeah, we did it once because uh, Khadija's mother lives out there. So we, we actually went on vacation. Remember, we took a week off here. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. glad I said that. We're off next Tuesday because of the lecture. So there's no show next Tuesday, folks. No show next Tuesday. No um, show. Yeah, so we did that drive, and Khadija liked that drive. Uh, she was she was in near Ormond Beach, which is near Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. So we did it from Atlanta to here. Stayed at Amon's. That bed, oh man, drunk sis. I think I told her that bed was like the episode of Seinfeld when he went to Florida, when he had that bar in his back. Oh man, they did a whole episode of him sleeping on a bad bed. And that bed right there, I'm j- my back is just recovering from that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll never sleep in the bed ever again. And the shit was comfy. This was so cushy and it had no support. So my spine is on like in pretzel mode on that shit. I was. I just, you know that's whack. Your, your boyfriend sleeping on your parents' couch, niggas walking by, Negro on the couch. But then now they love me. So <laughs> big deal. Yeah, it takes your back a while to you know to get back into the. Yeah, it, it did. I had to get a, I had to get a massage. I had to do all sorts of shit. I couldn't even lay down for a massage. 
Yeah, Del Boca Vista. Yeah, I was at Del Boca Vista. Drunk Sis is crazy. I like it. She's crazy. Did you wow. see when Drunk Sis actually got drunk? Were you still here? No. Oh, my God. You left before that, Ken. Word to the mother. You see, we, you, you left before James fell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, happy. my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was sitting out front. Yeah, that nigga went, that nigga went from chair to head, kid. Yeah, he went all head, kid. He was rolling his head was over here. Word of God, I was like, this nigga ain't getting mouth to mouth. This is, he's going to have to make the transition, kid. I sat him up. His eyes started rolling back. I said, oh, you back, nigga. You a lucky nigga. You lucky you came back on your own, nigga, because your wife ain't around. And you ain't get you ain't getting no CPR. Nobody even know that shit in here, nigga. He was out, kid. I came in. I thought really I ran in here because if James fell, I didn't really care. I thought somebody broke my motherfucking statues, nigga. What statue fell, nigga? It turns out the statue was James. <laughs> yeah, you gotta handle that. You know, if you fell, you know, I, I don't have full compassion. I have camera. You have a camera of social media compassion. I'd have started taping that nigga. World star, world star. I'd have did it. Yeah, she got like six hundred some views <laughs> on the floor. If that don't tell you to get your life together, nigga, that else will. I'm saying that else will. All right, Sister Francis, let's, let's see what's up with Eli. Let's see what Dame is doing. All right, Miss Webb, love you to death. Love you, too. Peace, fam. All right. Peace, sis. You brother. What's going on? Liar sleeping. I've never heard such a thing. Well, why are you, bro? All right. Just checking on you. Just checking on We're going to talk to Dane. And I think we're just going to get right into it, player. Right, right into it. Let's do it. All right. Let's see where Dane is at. Ooh, I ain't never heard Half Dead Me sounds like that before. <laughs> What's up, man? What up, Half Dead? What's going on, Hezekiah? I can't call it too sweet. Chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Just chilling. Ooh, too sweet, too sweet. Niggas don't know. Only OGs know them names, kid. <laughs> maybe cool, you yeah, may be mean, on, but man. you cannot fuck with seldom seen, nigga. Yo, what's up, yeah. What's up, Elijah? What's happening, baby? Oh, man, everything's good, man. How was your trip? Oh, man, it was beautiful. Man, Atlanta was beautiful. The people were beautiful. The pandemonium family that came out was beautiful. The food was awesome. The hospitality was out of this world. Um, nope. All right. Had a wonderful time, man. Nice. Nothing but the best. Absolutely. Nothing, brother. Nice. You- you probably you probably put on a, f- a, a few pounds, you know what I'm saying, fucking with panic over there cooking. Yeah, I put I put on about eight pounds. Yep. Yeah, I was trying to kill that nigga. <laughs> I found about the, right. I balanced uh-huh. it out into the gym. Yeah, we got footage. Yeah, we got footage. Took him right to the gym. Said, "Look, man, we're gonna we're gonna have to work for this chicken playoff." And uh, you know what I'm saying? But yo, it was the, it was absolutely. One of the greatest weeks I had in Atlanta, boy. A nigga out here, shit was just like the days. You know what I'm saying? We put on all the old flicks. Cooley High, Penitentiary 1, Penitentiary 2. The shit that he happened to miss. I said, what, nigga? The Hateful Eight. What was we watching? 
at the house, liar. Who's watching? Who are you watching? The Reverend. Oh, the That's who's watching yeah. when that's a liar, too? When they got attacked by the bear? No, 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 no. We watch Pain and Gain. Pain, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it wasn't nothing that old. Yeah. That shit was classic. That's another classic. Oh, before I forget, niggas, there's, a, there's this documentary that been out. I was like, I don't want to see this old bullshit. Hillary's America. But underneath it says the secret history of the Democratic Party. One night, so let me just watch this shit. Every nigga needs to see this shit. If y'all ain't already. I know there's a couple of niggas already typing. I've seen it already, panic. They show the secret history of the Democratic Party. When y'all see the switcher rule that these niggas got on niggas, first of all, Democratic, they said Andrew Jackson made it up, and it was straight to shut down niggas, and they did for years. The Republican Party was the nigger party. And they, yep. and they go through the detail and the history to a surprising level. Up until, and I'm just giving you an outline, I don't want to spoil it. They said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take some Democrats and put it in the Republican Party and do some racist shit to give them a racist name. And it ain't never changed. The Democrat has been infiltrated the Republican Party to make them these niggas. And then what they said, they show you the method that they went to, which is the shit you see now. How they look like they for black people and all these black people are for them. They're going to show you how they perpetrated and created that game for niggas. Where you think they for you. But then when you look at it, Clinton uh, signed into law the stiffest jail, law for, jail laws for niggas. Yep. Uh, and, and it's just, you know, I don't follow politics, but the laundry list of what the Democrats did, they always, even Republicans say, they always do worse shit for niggas than actual Republicans. They just, Republicans got that fucking rep, and they said the Democrats went in there to make that rep. Strom Thurmond and all these niggas. Watch this. It's an Indian nigga that did it and got arrested for doing that shit, too. Came what? out. This, oh, you got to watch this shit. He's in jail. Now, he did something with Clinton and them, Clinton and Obama, and they got him arrested. He in jail with gangbangers. Gangbangers wow. telling them how they ran scams, and then he applied. He showed the same methodology in the goddamn Democratic Party. You got to see it. Real interesting shit. It's called Hillary's America. It's either on Netflix, Voodoo, or or or. Uh, what's the other one? Hula? Hulu? Hula? Whatever that shit is? Hulu. Mm-hmm. Hulu. It's on one of those three. Kadizzi, I've seen it on there, but it's in the store. It's about 12 bucks. You must, must, uh, if you got Fire Stick, even better. You must get this shit. Hillary's America, the secret uh, history of the Democratic Party. My niggas, it's a must. I, I'm not playing. You got to see this shit. I was so. It answers, I, I'm not in shock over no white person and, and what they do. And right now, the Republican Party is just as fucked up as anybody on the planet. Whatever they was before, that shit ain't now. You know that. They all, they all white people. But I learned some shit watching this shit. And it put, but let me even say it better. It started to put into context all the shit. Or when they saying these niggas is this and that, when you hear these little buzzwords 
about um, how they work their shit, and you really can say, well, I can see how they work it. I can see how this and I can see how that is. But this shit lays it down in a historical way. That kind of had me like, oh, now I get it. And now you'll be able to see the hustle. It's called Hillary's America. Hillary's America. And it's called The Secret History of the Democratic Party. The shit is everywhere. I used to see it in the store. I'm like, who wants to watch this bullshit? But I didn't realize how ill they were. I'm going to watch that shit again tonight. I bought two of them motherfuckers. One to give the stupid ass niggas that keep trying to talk to me, and the other one for the house. Is that, is, it was that informative. Shockingly informative, let me say that. And it didn't play it up during this election. If you'd have seen it, you'd have been done. If niggas just seen this, all of these I just voted ass niggas, they would be bothered. Bothered. Because they don't make it deep. They make it plain. Playing for the regular average nigga. He said, do you know they did this? Do you know that? They said, I can't remember the bitch's name who started playing Parenthood. They, 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 I'm starting playing Parenthood for, to shut these little niggas down. These little niggas are going to start to outgrow us. So we're going to start playing Parenthood. She's standing in front of KKK while she's doing it. Her name is whatever. You know what I'm saying? Margaret something. Singer. Singer, whatever her name is. Then they go right to Hillary Clinton. I want to thank the hero, Margaret Singer, for starting Planned Parenthood. Because now, as a Democrat, you think you have this right to this abortion and women's rights to choose. But they show you the origin of that shit, and they just flip that shit, and you for it. And they show a lot of shit where this origin started from. It was like it was like he went to he went to some convention, got Lincoln. I said, no, Lincoln was a Republican. Again. And he was like, and they was telling this and that, and what he was trying to do. They were saying why he got shot in the head. It was over some Democratic shit. Y'all gotta see this shit. It was like kind of your Margaret Sing, uh, Singer Planned Parenthood. Yeah, sir. And you, you, you gonna they're gonna show what she was actually doing. He said, nigga, she Nazis was raising her up, and all this kind of shit. And then you hear Hillary. Straight congratulating this bitch. She's a hero. She's a this. She's a that. And then we thinking in terms of women's right to choose. Like this is so she don't even know the fucking basic history of this shit. It's crazy. He went hard on the basic history. That's it. He probably has a, an agenda as a Republican, but he's still bringing this shit as truth. They're facts, and he doesn't really show that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that's it, but he doesn't really show that like that. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Got to check it out. I wanted to get that out before I forgot. So, my man, Daniel, man, I want to thank you for coming through, dog. Now that we know how easy it is to get out here, y'all nigga, y'all ass got to come out here more often. Oh, absolutely. Shit was feeling so fucking normal. Like, I was back in the hood when my man was out here. The relaxation. (laughs) Now I fucking really get it. I'm fucking high strung. And this nigga's laid back. This is some, <laughs> some completion shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> he didn't want to disturb this nigga. This nigga was that laid back. And I What's forgot up, that's how he was all the time. I'll be like... And this nigga was... And then we hang out together. Shit meets in the middle some fucking way. Fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Fucking crazy. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, he, he need to be moving here, too. Drunk sis said, Dane moving here 2017. He needs you. He That's needs right. You about it. 
And then he did the same shit I did when I got out of here first. Just sit in the front of the house. <laughs> I came back in the crib and said, I was out here since the morning. I said, yo, I remember I used to do that. Then it turned into doing that with hookah. Then it turned into fucking up clothes and watch my shows. Then I sat out there with him and said, I remember this. A do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Looking at the trees and the leaves and shit, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, I get it, man. I totally get it. So when you come in that city, man, it's just wearing you down in ways you don't know. But see, the whole thing with Dane, he was already out of the city. He moved back to the city, you know what I'm saying? And now it's time to go again. I see that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you, you see this nigga's face? When he had to leave, get on that plane, looking like somebody took his favorite blanket. We'll find it, Linus. Don't worry, Linus. When we find it, we'll send it to you. I said, yeah, this nigga want to be out here. Yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Man, shit, I went to visit New York, man. Shit. And here's the fucked up shit. I couldn't, I, I didn't talk to him. Why? I didn't have his number. Couldn't find him. So I go to New York because my um, uh, stepmother died. I'm like, I, there's a hotel near the hood. I'm trying to find this hotel near the hood. I, t- I think I got it. Broadway, or that sounds about right because it's on 21st Street, Broadway, blah, 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 whatever. I book it and worry to the mother. It's the hotel we all used to fuck in back in the days, like the fuck hotel. I'm in there for a week now. Now, they updated for days in, but psychologically, that's the turf. <laughs> we used to fuck. You know, that was the hood. You know, take it to the turf. Take it to the turf. So I'm in the turf for a week, nigga. Using the toilet and everything, I'm putting paper down and I get sheets and nothing. It's the first <laughs> And then they like, you know, we live right up the block. What the fuck? When I finally caught up to him, I said, what the fuck, man? I was in the turf, nigga. I remember one time in the turf, we was bringing some girl there. It was supposed to be a train. So my man, CB, hooked this shit up. So the turf dude said, nah, only two people in the room. So we, me and my man, black, I'm not fucking, we'll wait out in the front for you. CB walked all the way in the hall and just did the double point and walked back in the room. I'm like, nigga, you are insane. He was never right. You know what I'm saying? Dan could attest to that. He, he was on the official yellow bus when he was little. <laughs> he used to call him Goof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was naked and he walked over the out. And Splash said, yo, what the fuck? Is, did you see CB? I said, yeah, it was naked. He walked in the hallway. This is like not a little walk. He had to walk down steps and shit. Just to do that point, like, he's insane. Like, I remember one time in the 90s, we went to his girl's house. Probably one of the most finest women I've ever seen. I'm like, okay, she's got to be retarded. So I'm like, what do you do? She said, I got my PhD in math. Dane will tell you all fucking night, I was baffled. I was like, yo, Dan, give me one of them fucking Newports. <laughs> How in the fuck did CB get a mathematician? I think he left her. Like, I'm tired of you. A mathematician. It's the goof. Goof is so... He's, you know, he's our boy. We know what He's, what, five, six years old? Some shit like that. But he's the goof. Like, he can't stop smiling. How he pulls off miraculous feats. How he's made it this long... I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I'm in this hotel, and they, oh, he was at the block the whole time. Oh, man. Oh, I felt like I just was itching for a week. 
I came home. I couldn't wait to get to Atlanta. I'm telling you, I I haven't been back to New York since. I'm not interested. The whole fucking city looked like it got sickle cell. As mm-hmm. soon as I got off the plane, I, it just looked like Jesus took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> on all five boroughs, kid. <laughs> After three days, I was like, yo, I had time for it. I wasn't doing shit no more. I, I put on that North jacket. That shit felt like a fucking Siberian rug. <laughs> like before, it was the five shit Tim's and the North Face. That shit felt like a rug. It felt like I was dragging a bag of rocks on my back. Them fucking Timberlands. Oh my God! It felt like I had the things feet on. <laughs> the thing from the uh, the the fucking the Fantastic Four. I felt like I was wearing his feet. And then I would get to the train. I had the train before. Oh shit! The train and run. I was like, no, nigga. There's always another train. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got lost on the train. It's fucking indecent. Oh yeah. Like on the L train, you can't cross over at third. It goes to first, third. No, first, third, uh, Broadway or something, six, no, six, then eighth. So I'm trying to go down to Eighth Avenue. I get on the wrong side, go to Third Avenue. There's no way to cross. So I get up, walk, go to the token booth lady. I got you on your wrong side. Is it possible? You could buzz me and say, no, you got to pay. I'm like, I'm not a tourist. I'm not. <laughs> I said, fuck you, bitch. I went and took a cab. I'm like, this is embarrassing. I had to look at the train map to go to my aunt's house. It's over. The South won. The South got something to say. The South got something to say. And I'm down, kid. It's just much more relaxing. Now, you ain't got shit to say about no rap music. I'll tell you that right now. Every Uber I get in, I'll tell that motherfucker to turn it down. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Turn it down, nigga. She said 68. She said she needs to bundle up. What's the weather out there today, Brown? Um, it was probably in the fifties, low fifties. Let me look oh. and see what we had today, because I today just I want to point that out. I had shorts and a t-shirt all day. Well, it's fifty mm-hmm. now, and it's night. It's ten o'clock. It's forty nine. Ten o'clock. It's fifty. Your high is our low, baby. I'll tell you this, kid. I was there in shorts, short sleeve shirts. I put up a picture yesterday. I had on a bubble vest, a thick cable sweater, and a skull cap. It's that crazy. hurts, kid. That feels like it. It's painful, kid. It's painful. It is. It is. It is. I, I send. I send you all my um outerwears, kid. They're no <laughs> longer needed. Wow. No longer. It. My jacket okay. game is sweet, but 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 my jacket game is out the game, kid. I believe you. I believe you. That beautiful weather down there. Yeah, kid. Yeah, you gotta be down here. But the good news, you can come down here anytime you want, kid. You ain't got no job now. Absolutely, man. of leisure. You let God out, kid. <laughs> Gentlemen of leisure, you let God out. Let God out. Uh, um, oh, no, with the stuff. shirts because you back home, you back at the fact. What we got going on? I seen that Bobby shirt up there, though. Yeah, the Bobby shirt. I'm putting up at I'm working on two Cthulhu shirts right as we speak. Uh, I got a Marie Laveau, nice. a Black Magic Woman. Gotta get you, and I'm we're going to do those seven Necronomicon symbols Necronomicon, that we talked yeah. about on the Halloween show. That's going to be okay. some shit. 
shit's going to hit the fan, goddammit. Some shit in the sand, baby. Somebody done oh, yeah. shit in the pool, baby. <laughs> so I'm going to get you them seven symbols. I'm going to try to get I can bribe you them all. Psychonomicon. Okay. In that book, sure. But you probably be able to find them, find them online. If not, I'll, it's easy. I could just scan. I could either scan them or take pictures and send them to you or draw them and send them. Either way, easy peasy. It was. It was. Um, who do I want to holler out? Insta off, I definitely wanted to holler out. Uh, Rick out there in Chicago, the artist. The boy, All right. He's working, he's working on a Baron Sandy piece for me right now. Um, who else? There's two people I needed to holler at. I'm bad with names as you are. Um, well, if I can think of it, I'll try to come back on later on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout him out. And I'm looking forward to dude. Uh, what's his brother's name? Ali? Yeah, S. Ali Meyer. He's going to talk oh. about uh, spiritual, I believe spiritual. Well, he's going to talk about whatever he wants. I'm sure he can talk about vast subjects, but I think he's going to speak on some numerology. That's right. Mm, that's the shit. He's going to speak on numerology and spiritual business. But I know he has more, so we'll see. I'm sure he's going to be, you know, I'm sure he's going to give it to us. Give it to us, raw dog. So, yeah, that's good to hear. Occult Tarek Tease, O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S is the website. Like I said, you can go in there, Occult Tarek Tease at Yahoo.com as well. Shoot Dana email and uh, let him know if you have any sh- ideas, any feedback. But other than that, oh, I'm saying okay. the rape train stops for no one. More shirts every oh. day. <laughs> I'm saying. Absolutely. Um, I need to shout out to uh, Sia Grant, too. Sia Grant, email me. Um, I need to fix that thing for you. Uh, he might have got a shirt. It was supposed to come to me, but it might have went to him. Um, so if you're listening out there, Sia Grant, Email me. So he said he, he, he needs you to get up with him, so he's going to reach out to you. Because that nigga email me every two days, so I'm sure he'll be emailing yo real quick, okay. my nigga. That's cool. That's cool. All right, my brother. Well, I'm gonna holler. I'll holler at you. If I don't get at you tomorrow, I'll get at you sometime this week. Most definitely, my nigga. Most definitely. All right, pandemonium. I, said, I want to thank you for coming to stay now. You're only going to stay a couple of days. We forced it on. Stay a week, nigga. Don't leave. I'm glad <laughs> you did that. that I wanted real. to stay to come down for the uh, the Florida joint. Um, yeah, shit. Come back, nigga. Come back. <laughs> well, I got some work to do here, but I will be back soon. I definitely will be back soon. Um, so you definitely do your thing out there in Florida, boy. I'll be on the yeah. webinar, though. I got to get the information from Visa. Um, all right, so... Like I said, I holler at you. Tell Khadija I said hi to as well. Yes, will do. Yeah, Khadija right. found her second love. <laughs> I think that her second love is Dean. <laughs> he, he's so cool. He's so, I said, I know. I know. <laughs> I see y'all motherfuckers is that. I said, knew each other since two years old. That's not an exaggeration. At all. Yeah, so it's... it's and now, like, now I see it. I said, oh, okay, now that I observed it, I'm high strung, which I never, th- I didn't think I was, but evidently I am. <laughs> but I was, I thought I was relaxed. <laughs> I'm high strung. 
and then Dame is mellow, so that, that uh, there's some Wonder Twin shit. You know what I'm saying? Actually, like some 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 Batman and Robin. I'm Batman. <laughs> and we used to um we used to get, we, we used to dress up on that, but two Batman. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't do Robin, and so we both either be Batman or both were Spider Man. Absolutely, absolutely. Some equal shit. We couldn't we couldn't sell each other out like that. No, no. You got to be. Even though we used to say Robin shit, holy egg salad. We used to do that shit, but that's as far as it goes. That's as far as it goes. All right, Craig, well, let me get back to work, man, but I'm I'm, I'm tuned in, so I'll be listening for the rest of the show. All right. Um, uh, like I said, after the show, go to the site. I'll have the Cthulhu's up and the Marie Laveau, the Black Magic Woman. I'll have that up, too. Tonight. Thanks, and we're looking at the Nomicon soon, so stay tuned. The yeah. Terry Keys, niggas. All right, my nigga. Let me... Uh, we got that uh, right, show, that lecture. Brother Eliza Visa's in the building. Then we're going to get to my man, um, Seer. And then we're going to get to these plates, my nigga. Uh, let me let me go ahead and open up this flyer so I can tell you what we got going on in terms of the web. See, that, that, that shit that y'all pulled on Francis ain't going to fly. Visa is a seasoned professional, which means you got to pay for that webinar, else no pay, no go, no see, no see, see no, no moths, no moths, won't be able to see it. So it's pay-per-view, niggas, not, not pay and tell your friends, not pay and pass a link, pay-per-view. He's a seasoned Don King-ass nigga. He's a jolly green giant. Shut up. Let me go start that. Teach him, Visa. Teach him. But it's going great. Great. All right. Everything is wonderful. Like I said, but um, I learned from Francis' mistake, so we got that mm-hmm. on lock. So, and let everybody know, to let everybody know, you will get your link the day of the lecture to log in, and you can only use it one time, so make sure you're on the computer and not your cell phone. You see that shit, nigga? You see that shit right there, nigga? Get it together, slick. Don't 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 think you're gonna be just switching around, nigga. One pay per view, nigga. You gotta pay to play. <laughs> Lisa is a so, fucking pimp. You seen her hat, nigga? Stop. Don't, nah, don't, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pimp hat, nigga. I'm gonna wear my hat. I'm gonna wear my hat just because you talk about wear your hat. it. And please take so many pictures with me with that hat on. I am. And please, may I wear the hat? Yes, I'm gonna wear my hat. Yeah, you ain't gonna I'm do gonna it. Look, and yeah, I'm gonna, gonna do it. it. Please do just it. I'm just this pit reverse psychology on your ass. You ain't gonna do it. You will never do it. I might not wear it the whole time, but I'm going to wear it. There's enough for me to take a film of it. I'm good. I will actually my profile picture. I will open the lecture with it on. That's for sure. Oh, please. Just do that. Just put uh, no. orange stars, green moon, green clothes. No, no, I ain't doing all that. Mm-mm. Lucky John. That's what it is. No. You're no fun. 
<laughs> I ain't gonna go that far. But there are people um that are dressing up, so I'm 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 anxious to see what comes through the door. Dressing up. Dressing up in mm-hmm. what? Um some of their costumes, I guess, they're from the holiday. So I'm interested in see what comes Oh, okay. Through. Well yeah, shit, do that. You know what I'm saying? That sounds mm-hmm. nice. Well, but everything is going like great. I mean, I guess everything I, is on point. And well, if niggas want to see this hat, <laughs> show up to the lecture next Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'll see me with it on, but I won't open with it on. Just put it on. So <laughs> this lecture next Saturday, I'm doing a lecture for Visa in Florida, Bartow, Florida, The Power of the Myth. The location, Masonic Lodge, 320 South Florida Avenue, Bartow, Florida, 33830, 25 to get in. Can't make it, which I want your ass to make it. You in Florida, no excuse, conscious niggas. Your ass ran out to vote for goddamn Hillary today. You need to come to this lecture. 25 to get in. If you can't make it, webinar 25, you have to contact Visa for the links and info understand, like she said, you get your link the day of the lecture. When you use that link, because it's a one-time use, you want to use it on a device that you're going to be sitting there watching this lecture. It will be 7 p.m. until. So you, you want to get cushion on your seat and all the rest of the shit you need to do because we're going to be there. I oh, okay. I have another announcement too. All those who contacted me about previous lectures, the New Orleans lecture and the Texas lecture, you have to get a hold of Francis. Right. Um, they want those they about information tonight. She's the Texas lecture. Yeah. Uh huh. Make sure you get with her on that. So, but they come. And I believe they, who's controlling the film for the uh, New Orleans? You remember? Francis. Oh, excellent. One shop deal. This one you'll be doing, correct? Yep. Oh shit. Ain't it? It's gonna be some it's gonna be some doo doo in the punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I said that in nice. the room just now though. <laughs> it's gonna be doo doo in the punch bowl. It's gonna be yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> we got, we got some we got a real camera crew. How about we how about I just finish nice. telling them how to get there though? How, how does that sound? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to do that, but in the valley of the Jolly Green Giant, doo doo. Phone number. <laughs> phone number eight six three three five four one one six five. That's eight six three three five four one one six five. Email VCWC. V I S E. W E S I at Gmail. Power of the myth. The old power of myth. Brother Panic. So this is next Saturday. So no time for fake ones. Time to get it in. You come to the webinar, buy it now, get it now. You heard how many motherfuckers was on the Leans webinar. So you see the type of thing this can be. You understand what I'm saying? So what you want to do there is make sure you get you a spot. This thing could get ugly, super ugly. <laughs> now, what were you saying, Visa? How how was that going, girl? It's going great. Like I said, I'm Sharon and her husband. 
Um, they do the filming for the local school board here, so they have all the camera equipment and everything. So it's gonna it should be a very good viewing. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, so, sounds um, good. Sounds like we in yeah. the building. Now. Yeah, we in the building. So I'm yeah, gonna tear that shit thing. up. All the choice. Yeah. All the no choice. It's going down. No doubt. Sounds like it is. I believe it is. Next week, y'all facing the place. We're going to be at 320 South Florida Avenue, Bartow, Florida. 33830. Bartow is in the central area, close to all the little major Florida cities. So if you're in Florida, get a look on your Google Maps to see how quick you can get there. And, and it uh, doesn't matter if they fly in from MCO, which is Orlando, or TPA, which is Tampa. It does not matter. They're the same distance from each one. All right, so both airports in that area is good money. Good money. Mm-hmm. So you ain't got to stress over that. 7 p.m. to 11 on November 12th, next Saturday. It's going to be past 11, though. Lecture 25 to get in. Webinar 25, contact Visa for the links and the info. How to contact her? Quite simple. You call her, 863-354-1165, or you email V-I-S-E-W-E-S-I at gmail.com. So, a culturally speaking presents. There's also a group. Where you can get all the updates on all the lectures, uh, culturally speaking. That's O C C U L T U R A L L Y speaking. And that's on Facebook. There's also Occult Eric T's on Facebook. And if you're not in my group, you need to. I'm not going to just add anybody. There's about a thousand motherfuckers waiting that just want to give their philosophy on dumb shit. So to let me know you're with the program, you want to send me a little text message. In Facebook, not on uh, pay, uh, Hotmail, Facebook, saying, Brother Panic, I want to be in the group. And I'll go, okay, motherfucker, that's the only criteria. You got to listen to me say, okay, motherfucker. <laughs> and we good money. So next week, have your face in the place. We're going to be there. I'm going to shut that shit down. Down. It's going mm. down. Down. Mm-hmm. It's I, and her whole crew going to be here, so... Yeah, my girl Tracy, shout out to my girl Tracy, dying to see her. I hope her husband come this time. Yeah, he's going to be here. He know what he got to do. I done told him last time in New Orleans what he got to do. No, don't do it. No, he ain't doing it. <laughs> got to step it up. Told him. I done told him. I done told Joe. Hey, don't say I didn't tell you. Yes, boy. I told <laughs> Who that for? We love was that for. Don't say I didn't tell your ass, boy. Don't say I didn't. I'm ready. Ass. <laughs> I'm a movie that just ooh. I ain't never heard dead make sounds like that before. Yeah, no real niggas no penitentiary one. Let me see in the chat room who no penitentiaries one and two. I want to see who OGs are. Empty. I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. Nobody shouting. Y'all niggas don't know what penitentiary one and two is? You ain't been here for five minutes and you already got your nose up other folks' asses. <laughs> that is the greatest, that is the greatest, most perfect level of ignorance known to man. 
and watching it again, I didn't realize how fucking savagely ignorant it was to be so busy laughing at this shit. From 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 sunrise to sunset, from Genesis to Revelations, this is some nigga shit. The whole they get to do a whole scene because they in the penitentiary scheming on two sweets ass. You know what I'm saying? We said we didn't realize how fucking you know this is this is some corrupt shit right here. You know what I'm saying? It's like nigga, we 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 got to set the booty up right. You know what I'm saying? But it's so stupid you would laugh. You wouldn't sit there and be like, oh my god, like. The black caucus needs to get involved. You know, it's so bad that it's that it's, I, I can't even say it's good no more. That, uh, no, actually, early eighties, early. 80s, I remember seeing this shit in the movies. I'm saying, uh-uh. in, 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 or eating at night. Uh, uh, pleasurelessness. You are sure wrong. You need to go ahead and remove that hashtag. We about to get on. So, as soon as this guest come on, we about to dip. You're gonna hear shit. Shit clinking and plates, nigga. Oh, that chicken is smoldering, nigga. Ew, nigga, it's it's sitting right now in its own juices, just bubbling up right now. <laughs> Watch what happened in the few. You well, you about to hear this shit go down. You gonna change that hit hashtag? But I okay, yeah, yeah. Tiger said too sweet. Black Star said too. There's the OGs. See, Grant said he seen number one. Got to see number two as well. Seventy nine. Oh yeah, it might have been seventy nine. I knew Sir Grant probably seen it. Yeah, he's seen it. He's an OG. Seven mm-hmm. uh, two is just as ill. Oh Martel. What's that nigga's name? <laughs> Mr. T was in that shit. Said I'm supposed to be a sparring partner, not a sparring enemy. Pulled out that knife. Mr. T said, Nobody don't ever put no knife out on me. Nobody don't ever put no knife out on me. <laughs> nigga, y'all don't know that. Oh, panic, panic! Don't what forget up? about, don't forget about January twenty first in Cincinnati. Hey, wait till I get a flyer. Y'all that's way but down the line. But don't forget, uh, no, nah, it ain't way down the line. It goes by so quick. You know, time ain't the same. Before you know it, it's January. So I, uh, don't forget. Okay, but uh, Just don't forget. Don't let out there for you. We'll, we'll we'll wait till we come up on that. We'll be okay. Let's let's okay. let's see if we can get niggas to Florida. How about okay. that? Okay. Okay. Right when it's closer. All righty. Ooh, I ain't never heard dead meat sounds like that before. Mm. All right. So next week I'll see you, Visa. See you Saturday. Hey, take your take your small pills so you can be human size. <laughs> <laughs> Real funny. Alice in Wonderland small pills. I got you a booster seat. Don't worry, I got you. Please, please, please. I need that so I could so I yeah, can look I eye to do. eye with you. Yeah, I know you need, need a booster seat. Look you in the eye and go, how much you get it from the webinar? Mhm, mhm. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the guest. You so tall, your hair got a whole different style from niggas on earth. <laughs> <laughs> but it came from the deal with you on the air. You already know that. Yeah. I need. All right, let's get out of the way. All right, where's my man? Lie, you still in the building, brother? For sure. You about to wake up now, cause your guest is here. Your guest about to come on the show. On All the right. show. Let's get it popping. Ali Legend has entered the building. S. Ali Meyer, what's up, brother? 
Yo, peace. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. Yep. Be All short. right, what's up, fellow gentlemen of Legion? What's good, yo? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Now, you're trying to tell us you are also a gentleman of Legion? Oh, come on now, bro. That's how we I get down. Oh, like, how would I know? I like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm saying, though. <laughs> well, uh, evidently, that sounds like a yes. So, it's another Festivus miracle. Another oh, gentleman yeah. of leisure enters the building. Yeah, Brother Ali right, definitely a gentleman of leisure. So we're going to do it. So all right yeah, then, we're... brother. I'm going to hand it over to you capable fellas. And y'all can get down on it. All right. Well, uh, first of all, you know, uh, 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 Ali, thank you for coming on the show. And, um, you know, if you could... Uh, go ahead and, and uh, you know, introduce yourself, you know, to the pandemonium family, those who may not, you know what I'm saying, be familiar with you and, you know, give me your information and, and, and how they can find you and all that good stuff. Okay, okay. If you're not familiar with me, um, first off, my website is S. Ali Myers, just like my name, S-A-L-I-M-Y-E-R-S. And I, I'm one of those, I'm one of those cats that really don't put labels on myself. That's one of the things I learned from Panic. That I'm sure we'll get into it. It's like just the whole mentality. So, like Spirit told me early, and uh, Panic confirmed that when I found him on Blog Talk. It's like really not taking yourself so serious. So, like with that mindset, it's one of those things where I'm not going to call myself a spiritual teacher or a master, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that, you know. But if you let other people say it. They'll probably say I'm a teacher. They'll probably say I'm a counselor. They'll probably say I'm a personality, you know, all these different things. Uh, so okay. if, if you were to ask me what you did, uh, I'm going to say it as simple like this, bro. I help people help themselves in many ways, shapes, and forms, you know. All right. So that's basically the, the way I get down. And like I said, you can find all, like, you know, just the preliminary stuff on on my website. All right. That's what's up. And uh, I definitely had, you know what I'm saying, an opportunity. Brother Ali uh, extended, you know what I'm saying, himself to me and, and actually uh, asked me to be on his show to talk about my book, which I really appreciate. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely a real dope show. And, um, you know what I'm saying, felt the love from, from you know, the whole uh, Mind Right Radio family. Um, so that was definitely a, a real cool and a uh, real, real cool experience without, without question. So um, definitely, you know what I'm saying, everything that, you know, the, this brother has shown me has been on point, you know what I'm saying, which is why he's on the show tonight. Um, so we might as well go ahead and get into it. I know on your site you, 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 you teach and you've got uh, stuff on a lot of different um, topics, you know what I'm saying, but, I guess to to start off, um, if if you could give some insight on you, you uh, have a, a spiritual business um, class, I believe, and you know you teach various different things in there. Could you tell us about that and, and, and how that works? All right, that's peace. And let me let me. Let me start off by showing my appreciation first and foremost because Panda didn't have to have me on the program. Like you said, we connected um, prior to you coming on my right radio or whatever. I'll reach out to you or whatever uh, when Panda mm-hmm. started this broadcast. 
And um, I clearly heard him say, you know, I don't listen to it live because, truth be told, I'm a morning dude. So, like, around this time, I'm winding down, like, catch up on Netflix, you know. So this, I'm, I'm really a morning cat. So I usually catch the show on the archive or whatever when I'm getting okay. my work done. And okay. I clearly heard Penny say, you know, if you got a platform, if you really already got people rocking with you, like, you know, this uh, pandemonium radio is for people that really don't have that much exposure and just want to get their information off or whatever and got pulled up to services to offer the community. You know, and I respect that. So with that, with that said, like, Penny didn't have to have me on the program. So I want to start out by just saying my appreciation for the God just let me, you know, come on and share some information, share some energy. And then traditionally, for those that rock with me, they know I give up the game. I'm not one of those cats that be like, oh, you got to sign up for this or go here, buy this, and then I'm going to give it to you. Like, no. You ask the right question, you don't get the right answer. I don't care if it's something that I do you know, uh, covering a workshop or something like that. You know, I may not go as in depth, you know, but we can still, mm-hmm. you know, get the information out or whatever. So in honor of panic and also you, you know, I'm willing to share whatever I know, whatever. Um, All right. What you were speaking of is a spiritual business starter workshop. offer various workshops online, and I like to do the online not pre-recorded or stuff like that, which I know you can scale up and it's more marketable and all that good stuff. But from my own experience, I like to actually work with people. I noticed the most expeditious, expeditious growth is when you start to work hands-on-hand with people. And, like, during the classes, you really get that interaction. Me being a natural, um, not really a people person, I'm more of a recluse or whatever, doing everything on the Internet, I think the Internet is the best thing that, that came in my lifetime, yo. You know what I mean? That allows okay. me to reach out, you know, reach out and touch somebody by and then get out, got to get out the crib or get out of basketball shorts, you know. So, <laughs> so, with that, right. so with that, I have a few different workshops. I, so I don't know what the first one was, but I started with one, you know, started working with that, then uh, led me to another one. Right now we have about four of them. One that you're talking about in particular is the spiritual business workshop. That is um, probably my newest one. The way I do my workshops, the online joint, is I'll do it like once and then maybe in six months I'll do it again. So this one is coming up, I believe, in January, and I've only done it one time. What I've noticed, and this this is very important, I'm going to say this very clearly. What I've noticed with spiritual people or people that are really in the metaphysics, the occult, and all this esoteric information and stuff like that, they become tarot readers. I'm healing chakra, chakra balancing, all these different things. I'm a life coach. Like, who ain't a life coach? You know what I'm saying? There's like 20 million life coaches nowadays. Right. Psychic readers, you know. We got people selling all kinds of different things. I mean, it's, it's a lot of people. What I've noticed with these spiritual people is they want to get into monetizing their gifts or selling their products to the community, but they have no clue for how, how to go about it. Spiritual business is different than regular mundane business. So a, 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 a true spiritualist might look at it like, you don't mix business and spirituality, and that's another misnomer. Because if you're dealing with money in exchange for something, that's a business, no matter what you want to call it. People are paying you for something, and you have to guarantee that you deliver what you say you're going to give them or whatever. So I see a mm-hmm. lot of our people having a trouble 
bridging the gap between owning their spiritual gifts and actually monetize it in a business in a business setting. So spiritual business, that workshop, I go hands like hands on and step people through how to monetize themselves, how to get more exposure, how to find their spiritual gifts, how to price things, and also how to put some magic in anything to get the things popping or whatever. Okay, nice. And so, um, and be a gentleman of leisure, <laughs> or right. gentlewoman. Right, nice. Okay, and um, all right. So you walk them through basically how to uh, uh, the base on how to set up their business and and um, uh, uh, you know insights on you know what I'm saying how to basically keep keep along their spiritual path while. You know what I'm saying developing a business as well. Would that be would that be correct? Here's the thing. I mean, there's resources, too many resources where you can go step by step how to set up the EIN number, how to get your business license, how to come up with a fictitious name or a DBA doing business as, how to create a fictitious entity. If you want to go LLC, do you want to go corporation? That's general information you can just Google. Anybody can do right. that. So, of course, mm-hmm. I give you resources, the links, and send you to the government sites and the SBA and all that stuff or whatever. But truth be told, anybody can find that. What I go into is how to maintain your spirituality but also get your money popping. Because I pride myself on I go to sleep every night at peace. I don't compromise my spirituality and I don't compromise just my business sense. I merge it together. And that's what the workshop does. It helps you not only get money, help people, but also keep your spiritual morality. Case in point, for those who follow panic, obviously you have the panic pack. If you don't have the panic pack, you need to run and get that, occultlectures.com. I ain't got to tell you that on this show. But panic says all the time, if my energy's funky, I'm not touching the, the earth. And he has one other person does, or I think it's his stepson or whatever. But that right there is showing you that spiritual morality. I'm not going to touch with stuff if my energy is messed up. Now, a mm-hmm. person, person can be like this. Like, I'm going to give you a scenario. person can have their website up. They selling herbs. Herbs popping, coming off like pancakes or whatever. They see in this list of orders. They go into their PayPal. They log in and stuff, and they see all these orders ready to ship, maybe 15, 20 orders. Now, the common mundane Negro, what they're going to do is, I got to get these orders in because I don't want PayPal to take my money back and all this stuff or whatever. That is not being spiritual, especially if your energy is not right. So when you are approaching this thing to get money from your spiritual gifts, you have to conduct yourself on a higher level because in order to do this thing for the long run, you want the universe supporting you, you want all the energy supporting you, and from my experience, once you have a certain spiritual IQ and a spiritual morality about yourself, then you can go the long run. Like, I pride myself also in not promoting all the time, not telling people go buy this or whatever. And based on my, the way I handle and conduct my business, I'm always supported because I conduct it a certain way. Not the, not the uh, panic as the master that. So, I mean, from what I can tell, you know, also you're following that footsteps as well. Now, I'm not saying, like, panic can tell you straight up and down, like, oh, you're going to get it in a month or something like that. 
I done sent so many people over to get the panic pack, and he come back to me like, man, it should be like a month or whatever, but I got it or whatever. And I explained to him that's the way he conducts his business. And that's another thing about uh, spiritual business. There is no blueprint. You can do it your way. I do things my way. Panic does it his way. You're going to do it your way. But that's the thing. When you're doing what you're supposed to do, you can set your own rules. Too many times we're looking for somebody else to give us a rule book, and we're playing by their game. That's living in mm-hmm. illusion, you know. But mm-hmm. my blueprint, I can honestly say, with, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I do things different than anybody that I've seen, but yet it's still effective. So in that workshop, I help people find their own way, but also share things that have helped me. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, well said, bro. So another thing I saw that you, you get into, you know what I'm saying, on a deeper level is um, uh, uh, Tahuti numerology. Yeah. Um, so uh, if, if you could expand on, on, on uh, you know, what you teach and, you know, how you, I guess, how you get into the Tahuti numerology. I, um, I'm a problem preface it like this. All these different divination, no matter if it's pendulums, tarot cards, oracle cards, runes, whatever you want to look at, astrology, numerology, all these different divination systems, from my experience and my opinion, are just starting points. They're not the end-all, be-all. I, I think it's important that I start it out like that. Um, okay. from my, from my, in my opinion, too many people live their life according to these arts where they feel like, I can't move now. And they'll pan and crack on them all the time, and I'll continue that and crack on them. Like, I can't do anything called Mercury's retrograde. The most idiotic thing I've ever heard. You know, it makes no sense to me. But mm-hmm. my point is, people let these systems dictate their moves, and they be like, I can't do this because I'm a number one, or I can't do this because he's a number seven, or whatever like that. That's not the way I teach numerology. I'm very okay. clear on saying that this is an entrance, a doorway. And from my experience, it helped me get more deeper into knowledge itself. But it was just the start of it. Okay, so I want, I want to start it out like that. But if you okay. look at numbers, numbers is one of the things that is universal. I'm big on looking at things universally. That's why the universal laws are very important because it's dealing with the universe. You're not dealing with the laws of the United States nor the laws of Russia or whatever. You're dealing with the universal laws. So when you look at numbers, numbers are universal. Same with, same with colors. Anywhere you go, you're going to see colors, you're going to see numbers or whatever. So this has a certain importance in our reality. We conduct our, in our life with numbers. You meet somebody at a certain time. If your check comes, you're going to be like, hey, if the number's not right, you don't raise hell if your check ain't right. But it's dealing mm-hmm. with numbers. You don't, have, you don't even have money in the bank now. What you want to see, when I want to see how much money I've got, a login of PayPal, and it just tells me a number, you know. So when you look at it like that, numbers are universal. The computer, ones and those, your Social Security card, tell people your age, your birthday, and we go on and on. You're not escaping numbers. Go a day in your life without coming across numbers, and you're probably not on earth anymore. It's that hard. Right. It's that right. hard. So mm-hmm. now that we know that numbers are universal, we also know that everything has a certain meaning. Everything has a certain meaning, a vibration, a law of vibration. 
Everything's vibrating, nothing sits. Numbers are a vibration. So what numerology does is give you the meaning of a number. Now, here's another thing that many people mess up on, and this is for people that follow numbers or are interested in numerology. Don't make this mistake. Numbers are balanced as with everything in nature. You don't come across anything in nature that is imbalanced. Only thing, in my opinion, that's imbalanced in nature is man because you have an ego and logic. But everything that's natural is balanced. So we look at numbers. Numbers are also balanced. So we look at people saying that number seven, which is a popular number dealing with numerology, people say that's the greatest number. But on the flip side of that, every number is balanced. So the number seven has this quote-unquote positive characteristics, but it also has this negative characteristics. So what I, what I do my best to enforce, reinforce in people is I look at numbers as very balanced, seeing the polarity in everything. And the way you use it to really gain knowledge itself from what, from what I did was it helped me see some of the shadow work. People talk about they want to do their shadow work. In order to do shadow work, you have to be cognizant of what's really wrong with you. You have to be real with yourself. Like, this is really wrong with you. So case in point, um, one of the things I came across as far as, like, um, uh, Chinese astrology was one of the first divination arts I got into. Shout out to Elia. We born in the same in the same year. You're the fire dragon. Shout out to all my dragons. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I learned about the dragon is they're very, very blunt, and they can put their foot in their mouth. You know, run off at the mouth or whatever, not thinking about what they're saying. And when I mm-hmm. came across that, I was in a time when that was starting to bite me all the time. So I'm reading this. I'm like, man. And it, and all these situations came up where I was like when I was working at work and just going off on bosses or just, you know, just being extra. You know a cat where you 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 might bump into them, but they're going to react like you hit them or something like that. I was one of those cats. You know, okay. I didn't have any filter. I was, just, I was just loose like that, you know. So mm. when I read about that, that was a tendency for the, for the fire dragon in particular because there's different elements in the Chinese astrology, but we're born in the you're in a fire dragon, which is different than being born in a water dragon or whatever. Look at the fire element. It's very fiery. It's very passionate or whatever. So when I came across that, I was like, okay, that's something, a quote-unquote character flaw that I see within myself. And just like AA meetings, what the first thing they tell you to do is they say, state your name and say what's your problem. So I had to look in the mirror and say, my name is Ali, and I fly off the handle and go overboard. And that, was the, mm-hmm. and that was the acceptance of that in order for me to correct it. So numerology is a way to introduce yourself to you, but it's only the starting point as far as on the mundane level. I see. I see. So, so um, with, with numerology, um, how would someone begin to determine, you know, what their number is, you know, how they determine, you know, begin to look at it? Okay, go to my website, com and click on content. When you go there, you'll come uh, to some subcategories, and one is numerology. Or you can just search full numerology chart. It's all free. You ain't got to pay a dime. 
what I recommend is that you construct your full chart. Now, many people will say my life path number, my life path number. I'm a, a seven life path. And that's another mistake that people uh, make when they look at the numerology, same with astrology. Um, just like with numerology, you have different numbers that, that correspond and mean something else. The same with astrology. You're more than just your quote-unquote sun sign. Where's your Mercury at? Where's your Mars at? Where's your Jupiter at? There's other parts of the chart. So what I recommend always is to start with your full chart. Uh, for a full numerology chart, you can get three numbers from your birth date, and you can get three numbers from your name, and I'll briefly go through it. Um, from, your, from your name, you can get what's called the expression number, which is derived from your full name. So this is your full birth certificate name. My full name is Sharon Ali Meyer. So you go to a Chaldean numerology chart, and I recommend Chaldean over Pythagorean. We can discuss that if you like. But you go to a Chaldean numerology chart, put in your full birth certificate name. If you were a junior, senior, or the third, leave that off. But you want your full birth certificate name. Put that in. That's going to convert it over to numbers. So once you get that full name number, that's your expression number. You can also get your vowels. So you take your vowels, A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y. Take your vowels, get the number for that. That's going to give you what's called your soul urge number. Then lastly, take your consonant, plug that in. That's going to give you what's called your personality number. So you have three numbers just from your name, all right? Then look at all your right. birthday. Then look at your birthday. I was born on January 4th, 1977. So you add that all the way across. You get 1 plus 4 plus 1 plus 9 plus 7 plus 7. That's going to equal 29. In numerology, we like to break things down and get to a single digit. In the class, I'm not going to lie, that's where I, in a, it takes a classroom structure to teach how to read a double digit. You know we can get into it if you like, but um, for sake of simplicity, break it down to a single digit. But the two digit means something as well. So when I add up January 4th, 1977 for myself, it comes to a 29. Then I add up the 2 plus 9, that comes to an 11. Add that up, 1 plus 1, that equals a 2. So my life path number, which is your full birthday, is a 2. Then you take the day you were born on. In my case, I was born on the fourth day of the month. That's called your gift number. Then lastly, you take the day in the month. In my case, January 4th, add that up. 1 plus 4 is 5. That's called your attitude number. So for your birth date and for your full name, you can get six numbers in your numerology chart. At that point, what you want to do, and just like with astrology, is if your Mars is in a sign of Capricorn, then you just Google Mars and Capricorn. That's all you got to do. And people will tell you information about it. So if your gift number is four, you can look on my website, slemeyer.com, at the gift number article and read about your gift number. But you can also Google it anywhere. Gift number four, life path 11, personality number two. And you'll see various information telling you about that particular number. So that's a good place to start if you're not even familiar, familiar with numerology. Nice, nice. Yeah, I like that. Because... Um, uh, 
the way I always looked at numerology, because uh, actually my, my granddad was a metaphysician, and when I was younger, he was telling me all these numbers and what they meant, and I was kind of confused, you know, when I was when I was younger. But then when I got older, I saw what he was trying to tell me, you know, with the numerology, because, you know, as you said earlier, we, we have a, you know, I, I call it our mathematics, so we all have a mathematics we're born with, which is part of our humanity, you know, and it's easier to get past your humanity when you understand, you know, these, these different imprints that you, you know, came into this, you know, into this, into this world with, you know, so it's easier to understand why you do this, why you do that. And, you know, the ideal environment for you to work in versus not, you know, so a lot of people, you know, may be frustrated with their work environment. They, they, they may, they, they may always be encountering obstacles because, they're a person who needs to work by themselves and yet they're constantly working with teams of people, you know, but a lot of that, a lot of that stuff you can, you can look, you can look into it deeper by understanding those types of things. And ultimately, of course, you know, we're all beyond that, you know, so as you know, the, 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 the God aspect, um, uh, which is the real us is beyond that, but understanding that, as you said, you know, acts as a, a great way for you to understand your humanity and then be able to go beyond it. You know, so the, yeah, I loved, I love that information, man. Hey, the way um, you just put, the way you just, but let me, let me, let me, let me drag him back that real quick, my G. All right. The way you just, the way you just put that, that just give you another wrinkle of looking at it. Look at numerology and astrology. It's like dealing with your humanity. And this is why I tell like my students that take the numerology joint I teach. It's like you're going to start out with just dealing with numerology and it's going to be on a human level. And the reason why uh, numerology and astrology works, if you know how to read it, is because most people do not work on themselves whatsoever, especially growing spiritually. I can tell you right now, if someone has been on their spiritual game and they are evolving, they're going to go above their numerology chart. So it's like you become more than just a seven life path. You become a one through nine life path because you encompass everything. But people mm-hmm. say that I'm everything and I know all the things, but that's lip service. So you like you don't live your life like that. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. people that are truly evolving, you can't read their chart because they went above that chart. So numerology and astrology, that deals with your humanity. But when you go above that, you get into your celestial numerology your celestial astrology. So like I said, for the most part, cats act like they working on themselves, act like they growing, but they default to their numbers and they planets for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Right. Nice, nice. Um, now, I saw that another thing that you, you, you get into is um, dealing with, well, one thing was third eye nutrition, but basically what it's dealing with is psychic development, you know, and I think, you know, any and everybody on this, on, on, you know, in the pandemonium family, of course, is obviously in the, you know, looking into the the, the psychic aspect of ourselves and, you know, I'm saying that that's one thing that, you know, panic digs in on with your psychic development, um, workshop, uh, Give, a, give us some insight on, you know, what you get into there and, 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 and you know, what, what, uh, what, what you're teaching on. 
Okay, that's peace. Uh, for one, that is my most popular in the workshop I've done the most. Actually, I did it on our on our first um, retreat, Sogo Spiritual Retreat. Um, that was the workshop I taught at that retreat as well. So I've done this this workshop probably six, seven times. I think tomorrow might be the eighth time. And um, one of the products that I recommend in that workshop is the Panic Pack, you know, as one of the supplements or whatever, in addition to my own herbal mix that I came across before coming across Panic. But um, okay. with, with that workshop, I'm going to give you the technical stuff, the how-to, the tricks, stuff like that, short terms, whatever, cliff notes. But what, what, what's most important is the mentality, the mentality. Um, people talk about everyone's psychic, which is true. Everyone's psychic, everyone's intuitive. But the, um, the part that people don't get is that we all have our own different spiritual gifts. Um, or as far as uh, dealing with intuition. Like me in particular, my overwhelming gift was clear cognizance, which is called clear knowing. I didn't see anything. I didn't feel anything. I didn't sense it. I just knew things. I knew it. Okay. And I listened. Maybe Brother Panic will even talk about it after I got it downloaded to me. And um, when Panic was on, like, blog talk, and I'm listening and following him and everything, I'm like, man, he's talking about something I was just thinking about. You know what I'm saying? But it's mm-hmm. so many occurrences like that where I was like, damn, I'm Claire Collins. And like, I, you know what I mean? Niggas just know stuff. And then you hear somebody else saying it, you know what I mean? So that, nice. that gift was very clear to me. So what I, what I stress the importance to, like, to the fam is I know that you have your own personal um, intu- intuition or whatever, your own intuitive gift. So in that workshop, what I do is really get people into the mentality. Most people are aware that the subconscious mind controls and runs most of our reality. And we know that the conscious mind or the ego is what blocks a lot of things or whatever. And when people deal with intuition, they really let their ego get involved or whatever. So in that workshop, I go through exercise, I go through information. So when you come across, when you have your intuitive thought, you're going to know it's your intuitive thought. One of the hardest things that I had a hard time differentiating was between my human thinking and my spiritual thinking. I'm going to say that again. One of the hardest things I had to deal with when I was raising my intuition is um, making a difference between my human thinking, my ego, and my real spiritual mind or the downloads coming to us or whatever. We're bombarded with these downloads, but our ego get in the way. A perfect example is you'll get, a, you'll get an intuition or a gut feeling about something and uh, it, say it's like messing with a dude. This is a perfect example. A chick, female, they, um, they meet a dude in the club, and it's something they spirit like, man, don't mess with this nigga. He ain't about nothing or whatever. But they don't listen to that. He's bowling, making it a rain. So he's like, oh, dang, I'm going to kick it with him or whatever. So six months pass. Now the nigga beating him, cheating on him, ain't nothing, deadbeat, all this good stuff. And, and what do they say when they're talking to that girl? Man, I should have went with my first thought. Something told me not to mess with that nigga. But that's showing you how you'll let your ego or your conscious mind get in the way from your spirit or whatever. So in that workshop, I really go um, into, like, um, techniques on how to differentiate between your human thinking and your spiritual thinking and also provide tools and techniques in order to increase intuition. Nice. Nice. Okay, so um, 
let's see here. And then I see also, okay, so you talked about that, tune spirit, practice, exercise, herbs, and more. Okay. Yo, uh, let me ask you this. First, um, where could anybody contact you if they want to get a hold of what you uh, of your services or some of the stuff you're teaching on? How would they get in contact with you? Uh, I appreciate that, bro. Um, Fsalimeyers.com. S A L I M Y E R S dot com. Life's pretty simple, um, but if you click on events and consultations, um, you'll see it all the various workshops. So you got the psychic development workshop, spiritual business starter workshop, um, Tahuti numerology online course, which is a workshop, and also mm-hmm. the math student program, which is all online. Uh, also, so you do a lot of workshops, so you do a lot of hands-on with folks. Yes. That's a good deal. Let's talk about, in a, in a little bit of detail, what they could expect from the workshops that you do, how long they are. I, uh, see, I don't talk about prices. I tell them to go to my website for prices. But if you want to talk prices, that's fine. If you don't, have them email you, which we're going to give you. We're going to give out your information plenty more times tonight. But uh, a spiritual development workshop, let's start there, and we can talk about the other workshops. If I wanted to do that, what would I expect? What would I get out of that from you? All right, man, beautiful, bro. Now, I don't care to talk about prices, man. That's my lowest workshop, $45. And I'll I put it like this, man. Everything that everything that I offer is, is priced, like you say, it's priced for black people, man. Got you. you know what I mean? Ain't nobody pimping you. Ain't nobody playing you. Like I said, I sleep comfortable at night, knowing that nice. I get way more than what I charge. You know what I'm saying? Right. Life can testify for that. You know what I mean? So, like, when you sign up for that workshop, that one in particular is two and a half hours. Like okay. Like I said, I'm going to give you techniques. I'm going to give you supplements. I'm going to give you all the physical things that you can do. But the mm-hmm. most important thing is, I go to a slick exercises where it's going to shift in your consciousness. So that's what the problem with people that want to grow spiritually, you're not allowing the information and the stuff that you're taking to shift your consciousness. Once you shift your consciousness, what you'll realize is you don't need a crystal. You don't need a herb. You don't need right. a breathing techniques. You don't need a postures and mantras and all this stuff that niggas brag about. You don't need all that. Right. The mentality. It's right, because basically what you, the goal is to activate and instead of, you know, uh, all of these practices are like crutches or tools till you get to the point of self-activation. And then as you just pointed out, none of those things become needed. If you're still holding on to these things as crutches, and that's exact, then we could sum it up there. That's exactly what you're doing, holding on to a crutch. But the goal ultimately, and I'm glad that you said that, is to go beyond all of these stuff. You become the crystal. You become the uh, whatever tool you have. I said a long time ago, many times, after a while, you will no longer need a panic pack. That's also a crutch. Once you have a template of where your head is supposed to be at through using the uh, product, you're supposed to be able to harness in that energy. That's what spiritual activity is, being able to harness a harness a frequency so the herb pack brings you to a frequency then you're supposed to be able to tune into that frequency by yourself like any of these other things so i'm glad you said that so that's one of the things you teach in the workshop you say 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And let me pay homage to you. That's one of the that's one of the things I embedded in my soul after what after you said that resonated with me. And I take that approach not only from like products and supplements and stuff like that. I even do it with myself. I tell people that work with me, people that listen to me, like don't don't follow me because I ain't gonna be your crutch. I'm not gonna be here teaching for twenty years and ended up like our elders. You know, peace and blessings be upon them. Ah, shades, all of that good stuff. I'm not knocking right. But I've seen too many right. of our teachers die toothless and broke trying to save niggas. I'm not going to be one of those cats. So I give them a whole. I'm not even 40 yet. But I, I let my work speak for itself. I let people say it. Like you said, mm-hmm. on the call, like somebody like Master Ali, you won't hear me say that. You know, people right. you know, pay homage or whatever. And I ain't going to knock them. You know what I mean? I ain't going to be like, oh, no, you know what I mean? Like that or whatever. But my but my point is I w- don't I won't allow the fam to even let me be a crutch because that's mm-hmm. plain that's plain or whatever. Right. So, um, excellent. So excellent. That's excellent thinking. That's 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 real. Only teachers teachers make other teachers. True teachers make other teachers. Teachers do not and, create students. And masters do not create masters. And I'm If you have followed me for some reason, I'm in this to make peers, to enable you. So I like the way you're talking there. Uh, what else you got for a uh, a workshop that you have on your site there? Say your site again. SAliMyers.com, just my name. You can S Ali Myers. Myers is M Y E R S. Yep, just like Michael Myers. Yes, sir. Okay, M-Y, not M-E-Y, M-Y-E-R-S. So S-A-L-I-M-Y-E-R-S.com. Yep. All right. And I'm assuming they could uh, contact you from there as well, right? I mean, I make everything streamlined. I'm, you know I mean? I'm an 80s baby. I grew up in the Internet age. So you go to everything streamlined. You sign up, you can get a gotcha. track in that, that easy. That everything you, know you need to be on your website. I totally get it. So uh, yeah, yeah. tell me about another workshop. Is there a workshop, the Takuti Numerology? Is there a workshop for that as well? Yes, yeah. That one is my most extensive, and that keeps the numbers low on that one. Like the psychic development. I think it's like mm-hmm. 20 people signed up for the one tomorrow. Like, I don't care that number. However many go-to meetings can hold is how many I'll take on that one. But the Tahuti okay. Numerology course, that's a four-week course. We meet every Saturday. I think the next one, I'm probably going to make it throughout the week. That's the mm-hmm. only one that doesn't have dates up, but, yeah, I already got students signed up for it. Because uh, okay. we can get into that for next year. I got some different plans. I'm traveling the world. Nigga got to get the passport game popping, so working around my schedule in that regard. But um, it's up. You can sign up for it, but it is four weeks, so it's four different sessions, and plus you get a certificate of recognition after we're done. But in that course, I'll walk you hands-on on how to proficiently read anyone's numerology, not only mm-hmm. your chart but someone else's chart. So I, I've had students where they're monetizing that or helping other people find their gift, find their purpose, Look at their right. challenges, stuff like that. But that's what we need. Like, if, like people all the time say, what's my purpose? Your purpose is what you're naturally gifted at. That's why it's called a spiritual gift. What is a gift? Something you receive and something you give. So once you get, know your gift that you already received in this lifetime, then you have to give your gift out. 
Now, what's the challenges that you have in this lifetime? The challenges is, are anything that prevent you from living out your purpose or gift. Use right. this example. You can be gifted as a singer. Like, say you're an opera singer and you ill. You ill on the mic. Mm-hmm. But say you have stage fright. Your, right. your stage fright is your challenge in this lifetime. So in order right. to exercise your gift, you have to work on your challenge. You know what I mean? And that's another misnomer, too, is you don't have to work on perfecting who you are because mm-hmm. you're naturally gifted at it. I ain't have to prep for this show or nothing like that. I'm going to talk about what I know. If I don't know, we ain't talking about it. Simple as right. that. Too many times niggas put in prep work and all this stuff like that. If you're doing what you came here to do, you can do it anytime. That's why I like Floyd Mayweather. He don't train to get ready. The nigga ready to fight now. You fight yesterday. You stay right. ready. Those who's in the game, they stay ready or whatever. So, you know, to who do you me course, just teach niggas about numbers. You learn, nice. you come up, you know what you're doing. You don't, you don't know what you're doing. Right. Nice, nice. But tell us, before we talk about more of the workshops, so people have an understanding, tell us how you came into consciousness, a little bit about your path, where you started out with, uh, some of the aha moments that you had that brought you to, you know, different levels of light. You know, just let folks know what you're about a little bit. Hey, I appreciate that, bro. This, that's all I want to, I want to, I want to make the bridge, um, bridge um, to how I found you or whatever. Um, mm, okay. Let me state this. Cast that rock with me. They know I brag all the time. I have no concept of linear time. Everything in my reality was a few years ago. I haven't owned up it's 10 years ago, eight years. I'll be like, man, nigga, it was like a few years ago. I don't know. I ain't good right. with linear time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At all. But um, I know my trigger wake up was when, when, my, when my oldest man was about 10 years old. Or hold on, he was younger than that. That's what I'm saying. I'm still losing it. Probably about 10 years ago is when I really woke up. Um, my oldest mm-hmm. son, he was, he was, he incarnated with, with what they call eczema, which is atopic dermatitis or whatever. A lot of niggas affected by eczema. Right. Um, came across the gentleman, Tahuti Ma'at Rock. Many, many of the film might be familiar with the dude. He's, um, he's an herbalist or whatever. Okay. He said something about. Anything in it with osis or I like uh, what, is, what is like berkeleyitis? Anything in it with isis or is osis or whatever? Um, mm-hmm. It knows too much inflammation in the blood over there. So atopic dermatitis or anything in it with itis, arthritis, too much inflammation in your joints. That's what's making it. Okay, painful. gotcha. You know what I'm talking. About? I know you. I know you familiar with. I'm trying to make sure the family understands. But this is no, no, no. I, this, I heard of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But good information there. So anything with an ending with an itis is too too much inflammation in the blood. Yes, sir. Too much inflammation or too much inflammation on what is denoting. Art, okay, what is denoting? Okay, gotcha. Arthur, so arthritis, too much inflammation in the joints. Yes, arthritis means joint. Itis means inflammation. So too much inflammation in the joints. Gotcha. Um, so anything that has you got bronchitis, too much inflammation right. in what the lungs. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's real easy. Look at the medical condition and see a lot of a lot of stuff in it with itis. You feel me? And then niggas mm-hmm. get the itis when we eat too much food. That's a whole other story. Right. That's but, the, um, that's swollen ass stomach. <laughs> too much fucking food in the stomach. You know what I mean? Too much slave right. food, my nigga. Too much slave food. Yeah. Um, 
But anything in the world, I had too much information. So when I came across the information for duty, my outlaw, I was okay, too much information. Then he, he, he went on to say that there's um, out, uh, acidic food that caused inflammation. You know, and that, was, that was important. You know what I mean? That was important. So I started right. looking up through information dealing with the alkaline food uh, versus acidic food. And lo and behold, I was like, acidic food causes inflammation. So I don't know how it came about it, but the spirit told me to um, go into a juice fast. So me, my oldest dude, we went into a juice fast when I had uh, eczema, my my oldest son. Long story short, it started to get worse before it got better. So fast forward about six months after we started to juice fast, and uh, converted his diet over a little bit to, uh, to limit their acidic foods, man, his stuff started to heal up, yo. The mm. patches on his skin started to melt away. And it's funny because the spirit told me to take pictures before we started. So I took mm-hmm. four pictures, and I took after pictures. Now, I still mm. have to this day of me, not a medical doctor, doing something with our son and helping him alleviate a problem. That doctor said was incurable. That mm. was a wake up call for me. That mm. was a wake up call nice. for me. That shifted my whole paradigm of everything that was false. Because at that time, I had a good job, I had insurance, but yeah, I was still paying two, three hundred dollars out the pocket every month for steroids, for cortisone creams, for itchy medicine, for oral stuff, all this stuff these white coats told me that my son needed or whatever. After that, he ain't took medicine test or whatever. So that showed me that we have more power once we become educated, but not so much educated, but implement the information. That was the mm. first information that I got that changed my reality. So that was my wake-up call. After right. that, after that, obviously, you started getting to conspiracy theories and stuff like that. That's okay. the main vessel that a lot of niggas go through is conspiracy mm. theories. You did right. the history of slavery, which was mine. My big one was the history of slavery. I come to mm. find out that there were white slaves. You mm. know, that was that was shocking to me. Like, I was mm. in school, you know what I mean? I, I, you know, right. I was, how, act, how blacks were out. the slaves. Say what, bro? They, they referred to blacks as the slaves. Well, yes. when the slaves did this and when the slaves did that. Yes. So finding a white slave, I'm sure that is a big deal. Yeah, man, bro, it was a super big deal. The only thing that all slaves were black, and then mm-hmm. only think that when uh, in history class, I, right? Well, I, I thought black folks showed up when slavery started. If you let school tell, right, them. right, you know, that. you know what I mean. I was like, hey, niggas only been around since slaves, so we got no, um, no information prior to that. So right. I'm 20 some years old. I'm thinking like niggas only owe the slaves or whatever. Then I'm calling, coming across this information. And then what tripped me out, like the major information that's dealing with white slavery was coming from Europeans. It was coming from white people. The book was um, Before They Were Slaves, I want to say by Michael Huffman. Mm-hmm. They may want to quote me on that, but I know that for sure the book was called Before They Were Slaves. And he mm-hmm. was a professor, a professor in Ohio. And that was the, kind of like the capping point where I was like, okay, white slavery is real. And what I noticed was they used the term indentured servant in order to mask the word slave. But slave and indentured servant are the same thing. Like black and nigga is the same thing. You know what I mean? Or woman and broad is the same thing. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So 
you have to you have to know that they use words in order to cast spells, which most niggas know. But that's mm-hmm. one of the things they did was use indentured servants in order to denote white slaves or whatever. When I come right. to find out that more slaves were brought here from European countries, but when they say poor white trash like Irish, Great Britain, they brought over those indentured servants, and believe it or not, they brought in more of them than what they quote-unquote brought from Africa, which is mm-hmm. another misnomer. So I found out about that. I was like, dang, so they brought in over all these Europeans and stuff like that? And uh, that's mobilized. They're trying to throw them in America. So, pardon me? They're trying to throw all them lowlifes out of uh, Europe to America. It was so like indeed, they couldn't God. wait to get the motherfuckers out. So indeed. So indeed, God. But they were in Europe. They were just laying around doing nothing. You have to know that this time was built. It was filthy. They had no sanitarium. Right. They had no libraries and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of more right. did that. You know, but right. they had that stuff or whatever. So this is all just shifting my paradigm, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So then another capper point was like to find out at the same time that the so-called transatlantic slavery was going down, there was also slavery going down on the Barbary Coast, which a lot mm-hmm. of niggas don't know about. At that time, on the Barbary Coast, they had a bunch of European slaves, and at one point, you can trade a European slave for one onion. Damn. Let me say that again. You can trade and get a white person to be your slave for one onion. That's all you need. You the onion still- is a slave. You guys still could do it. <laughs> no, you silly, bro. <laughs> I just still get them for no, uh, yeah, that's so damn. Yeah, they didn't give a shit about them motherfuckers neither, boy. At all. They savage to they savage to the bone, son. Savage to at the all. bone. Uh, onion. It took me three onions to make this goddamn chicken tonight. It took me three the work for three white people tonight. <laughs> make this chicken. <laughs> crazy. So, wow, that's so so that that was a point of light for you. Oh, bro, man, that was it was just it was just shifting my whole paradigm, my whole historical perspective changed. And uh-huh. to be honest, it gave me it gave me a, a false sense of pride and it was a racial pride, you know what I mean, which is important. You know, I know by your teachers and the way I teach now, we go beyond race. Because we shouldn't be talking about race at this point. Nigga, you're the greatest thing on earth. Accept it. Now what? You know what I mean? Right. Not knowing it. Now what? So that was right. my, nigga, you great. You built. You're physically dominant. You know what I'm saying? Now what? So right. the way I remember, bro, I was, sitting at, I was sitting at my computer. And I was just, this is at the time I was looking at the FEMA camps now. So, you know, that's another big keyword. FEMA camps, you know. I was like, oh, man, they about to wrap up, niggas. We about to be in concentration camps, and they coming for them. And then, you know, it's funny because, like, the the city next to where I lived at at the time, I grew up in Middletown, Ohio, in between Cincinnati and Dayton, and oh, definitely see you in a natty, bro. But um, there's a um, town or city called Monroe, and it's funny because I was like, that's where they building a FEMA camp at this time. I was so scared. I mean, it was right. saying that it came across the state provider. That should have had you shook. Sure. Huh? That should have you shook. When they was talking oh. that shit in them death camps, no fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, Delbert Blair said, 
Delbert Blair said that you see all them fucking storage, you know, every neighborhood got a storage, so they're going to put us in there. I said, nigga, don't say that. <laughs> like, you go past the fucking storage bins, like, you're going to live in there? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so, yeah, that shit was scurry shit. Scary, scary shit. Yeah, so when I came across that, like I told you, I, I mean, I'm condensing a lot of a lot of time. This probably happened for like two years while I was going hard body on the conspiracy. But right. it was around the time when I came across the FEMA camp. And, and truth be told, <laughs> I got niggas I can refer you to that tell you like, yeah, Ali is telling us we will be in FEMA camp. I was one of those and, cats. You know what I mean? Like, watch too. yourself. Huh? And them niggas shook too? Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took took like mob deep, bro. Took like mob right. deep. But um, uh-huh. so so I was like, man, we about to be in FEMA camps or whatever. So I remember sitting at my computer, clear as day. I remember that the spirit came across my dome and was like, you can continue to study and look for all the information that they're doing against you and how they wronged you, or you can use this information to empower yourself. At right. that time. I stopped looking at conspiracies and started to implement the things I was studying them doing, one being numbers. And I started mm-hmm. to implement that in my life or whatever, started making things pop. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. You still there? So I, I'll, yeah, I, yeah, I'm here, bro. I'll, yeah, on the um, so. When, when would you say that you, you made the, the – the, when was the shift? Was that your shift when you said, okay, I'm, I'm going to really look into the, the, the spiritual side, the soul side, and, and start to discover what's beyond my humanity? Man, when, I made, when I made that shift, I was led to my two most influential people in this lifetime, which we can get into because I know that's a deeper contract. Um, the first individual was Dr. Mitchell Gibson. And the second individual is Brother Panic. Two, by far, my biggest influences. And at that point where I made that conscious decision, that's when I was led to these two masters. Wait wait a minute, wait a minute. My ego can't take that I was the second one. <laughs> I'm just, hey, I'm just, hey, I'm keeping it you, bro. Hey, it's still a great influence. I'm really joking. Joking. But no, I want to get where, where you was coming. So after the FEMA thing, I want to walk through to get up to that point, I want to take no shortcuts. All right. So we're on the radio, so we, we we take as long as we want. So when you, after the FEMA and the conspiracy, you left it alone, what was pretty much the next step? Was it was it Mitchell Gibson and myself? Yes. I don't, I, okay. to be honest, bro, this is all a cloud. At this point, because once I made that conscious decision, like my, my, you know, the Kundalini, my energy started shifting or whatever, and I went into a cloud, bro. I went into mm. a study, hardcore study. You know that mm. that study when you when you don't rap at niggas, when you don't leave the crib. Like at that time, right. I had no job, so my job was wake up, research all spirituality. So at that point, man, I spent a probably a year, two year in a cloud, bro. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So you was on a steady diet of this shit. On a steady diet, eat, sleep. You know what I mean? That's all I did was study spirituality and metaphysics or whatever. Right. And um. I know how I know how it was led to you. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know the sequence of events and everything like that. I'll just relay what I remember. Okay. So, uh, so 
at that point where I made that conscious shift, like, I ain't dealing with conspiracy theories. I can care less what they're doing. You know what I mean? Right. It's all about empowerment. I was immediately led to the pineal gland, the pineal gland. Gotcha. At this time, though, pineal gland wasn't a big keyword and stuff. You could just Google and niggas talking about their rap battles. It, it was, you know what I mean? It wasn't that big then, bro. You know what I'm saying? This was. This was stuff you got to be led to spiritually, you know? Right, I mean? true indeed. This is this what they was just saying, pineal gland produces serotonin and melatonin and deal with the sleep weight cycle and circadian rhythms and stuff, you know what I mean? Just a gibberish. Right, I did, you know what I mean? to report on it. Yes, yes. Right. The, the stuff your blackness can't verify, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, Right, just right, just the just the just the uh, the the standard scholastic understanding, the, the most human function of the of the damn thing. Yeah, I remember that era. I remember that era. You had to know the books to get, which was like Richard King and all the rest of that, and know and know some of the people talking about this. Bobby Aleem was talking about it heavy too. Brother Phil was talking about it pretty much. So you had to be led to it. I get that. So, so, you, so you found out some of these mysteries. Yeah. I was led to a brother Panic. I was led to a brother Phil and brother, you know, I was led to Bobby Hemmett after brother Panic. So, um, wow. See, that was a rare thing I was getting. Everything was, I was looking at Bobby, then it led me to you. Then, you know, I started, my ego started feeling big. Well, you know, I was listening to you, then it led me to Bobby. I said, oh, shit, I'm going to call this nigga right now and boast. I'm helping you out now, show. nigga. <laughs> but, um, okay, so, but now, okay, I'll ask this because it seems like even though Mitchell Gitson is talking spirituality, uh, he's a, what, a psychiatrist, a sociologist, or whatever, and it seems to be, you know, he, he gets real intellectual with it as well. So I would know I'm a big jump from that. You know, I'm a bunch of flim and filth. So us two, it seems like uh, well, seems like kind of lately this nigga got a damn uh, a video on Hulu. Uh, you know, so he he's doing it. In, in other words, he's doing it in a way for an audience that's a little bit more cut. You know, the cut of their jib is different. Mm-hmm. I would say, how how did you bridge the two? You know what I'm saying? I've never heard me and him in the same sentence. Me and Bobby all day. But I've never heard Mitchell Gibson and Panic doing anything together. That's almost like Robin helping out Superman. And Superman not saying he's Robin. I'm just saying just the match is awkward. Whereas Robin, you know, Superman, thanks, Robin. I couldn't have did it without you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But all of that to say, I, I was, I'm interested to know how, if, if you were working your way there and heard him, because I would say it's a big leap, if not for science-wise. I'm not going to blow my ass up that big. But for uh, just the, the, the vile language, let's just say, the raunchiness is so much deeper. So I'm interested to know how you made that, how you, how you, how you ate that same meal. Oh, man, very simple. Once again, it's my story, so it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for one thing, I never fit in. Like, I, I can only speak for myself because what you're saying mm-hmm. is right like that. Most cats are not going to put you and Dr. Gibson in the same boat. They're just not. Right. And it curves too much. You don't know how many times I've heard niggas say, P 
satanic curse too much. And I'm like, yeah, for you. Totally you don't know how many times you don't know how many times I've heard people say Doctor Gitch is too expensive or too intellectual. Guess what? Right. He's not for you. You know what I'm mean? right. saying? Not for you. But for Here's me, there's some ironic I'm shit though. Come to think of it, way before nobody black knew who he was, Bobby had some of his tapes, and Bobby's actually the one that talked about him. And the black community then knew who he was because he was trying to do what he's doing now. Just get them big-ass seminars like Wayne Dyer and them to the, in the white community. And that's what he does now. And that's why when his pricing came to the black community, it, they, it, was, it was something they couldn't fathom because he was trying to do what all these other guys did. But Bobby sent me these tapes early. And quite simply, I wasn't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? And I told Bobby, Bobby was really feeling it. Bobby talked about him. And, um, but he did say one thing that resonated with me. He said something about the spirits gather around. He had a name for it, certain items. And he said like four or five items. And what I do remember, he said pork, graveyards, liquor, cursing. And there was one more. So I said, well, we know that. Every goddamn voodoo and hoodoo book is about graveyards and liquor. But the pork was interesting, and then me and Bobby discussed it, and he started talking about all the, all the worms and porks. And worms, worm is a wormhole, worms are gateways. And then we started reading books. There was another voodoo book. It's actually, I can't remember the name, it starts with an S, one of them old heavy voodoo ones that you put raw pork by the tree. So I heard it, so the spirits just naturally gather around us. But I couldn't come to terms. I want you to hear this. I couldn't come to terms with cursing. I was like, fuck is not a real word. Fornication under the consent of the king, that's not real. I could say mighty cone, sucio, uh, 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 and all the rest of these, or shite, tosser, and those are considered curses, and, and you wouldn't even say nothing. So shit and all that is not even real. It's not real cursing. But the more I thought about it, because I kept hearing what you just got from the saying, I can't, I can't deal with panic with the curse. I can't deal with panic with the curse. I can't deal with panic with cursing. The spirit came and told me like a ton of bricks. Because I don't curse like that. I, I curse like that, but I don't curse like that. There's times I'll just be fucking around YouTube and hearing some guy. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it'll be like four or five minutes before I realize it's even me. I'm like, damn. All the time somebody's quoting something I say, I do have no recollection of saying this shit. Now, I know because most of that shit, I'm in spiritual zones when I'm saying. So it's not really just coming from me and my intellect. Y'all can get that off your mind. Yeah. But there's more cursing, more profound back-to-back cursing. And so much so in my humanity when old ladies come up to me, oh, brother panic, I listen, I apologize. Oh, I'm sorry about all the language. They'll be like, fuck you, nigga, that shit's pop. I'm like, okay, old bitch. <laughs> and, um, but... When he said the spirits come around cursing, the spirit came through and said, that's how you keep the weaklings out. So every nigga, the spirit is around that cursing because I'll curse more when, um, when I'm in that spiritual zone. And what the fuck in this shit and this shit and this shit? And then the ones who can't hear the message hear the cursing. And that's the spirit keeping them out of the message because I hear it all the time. The cursing was killing me. But I stuck with it, and oh my goodness, the shit you are saying, they were able to, they said, I don't even hear cursing anymore. Those are the ones that graduated. And the ones who hear the cursing, you curse too much? And I'm like, 
Then it hit me. I said, Mitchell Gibson said that shit. He said that the spirits come around pork, liquor, graveyards, and cursing. I said, I can get with it. He said one more thing, and, and whatever it was, the pork was the most radical. Everything else was you found in books. You know, that's what we did. We did graveyard work. We did blah, blah, blah work. So that was interesting, I thought. You know what I'm saying? But then there was some other stuff. And I was like, you know, for this circuit of black people, you have to kind of know it. You know what I'm saying? And some of the things like, you know, when Bobby was sick, see, Bobby's whole thing was bringing forth the calip off. And, and the understanding of that, which is pretty much the dark side of Kabbalah, and they are uh, the dark side of the tree. So when you got this tree of good and evil in the garden, the so-called tree of evil is what they call the dark side. So now in standard Kabbalah books, they mask it as those are shells, it's nothing, it's the shallow world. The front side of the tree or the Sifroths, that's a reaction to it. But the true science is that's the shadow world pushing forth. This is the shadow world, and that's the world of the real, this so-called darkness, how the darkness comes like. That's the whole thing with Darth Vader, how, to, how to, you have to go through this dark side. So now Crowley and all the motherfuckers knew all of this shit coming back and forth. Bobby was the first to bring this pro-Kalipoff information. I've left lectures on the Kalipoff. Very hard to find. You can't even do Kabbalah or get in Kabbalah unless you truly understand the Kalipa. You only got one half of the story. And why you have that half, because God, this demiurge God, said you can eat off the tree of life, but don't eat off the tree of knowledge. The daf is how you get to the tree, uh, to the Kalipa, the dark side of the tree, and the word daf or death means knowledge. So the tree of knowledge is the Kalipa. You know what I'm saying? Now I got lectures on it. You can just look them up. He sent Bobby a whole anti-Kalipoff thing when he was in the hospital. So I'm like, you sending it to the man that brought this information there. Now, I'm not saying it is what it is. What he feels and what he knows is what he knows. But, again, for this circuit, Bobby kind of put him on to, to it. And then people caught on, you know what I'm saying, because we always looking. But you have to be ground. You just you're understanding. We, see, so when people say he's intellectual, if you're still dealing with good versus evil, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know, and, you know, no judgment on them, you know what I'm saying? But it's a different thing. So when you say, when you, I've never heard me and him in the same sentence. You know what I'm saying? So that's even interesting within itself. Interesting I'm going to break itself. it down. I'm going to break it okay. down, bro. I'll break it down. <laughs> what, I, what I noticed, like, man, you touch on so many, man. Like, God, dog, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for for the cats that you resonate with, you resonate with a regular nigga that's from the hood that know the struggle. Yes, that's what you know I mean? found out. When the niggas started showing up to my house for class, you know what I'm saying? Panic for real, though. We going to get this. I'm like, nigga, you got to up your hey. attitude, nigga. But, yes, I noticed that. And so, 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 like, like, niggas from the hood need to deliver a different way. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, can't they go listen to, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's funny. Like, I, I know niggas right. that say they don't listen to white beloved, folks. Beloved, I see the God in you, beloved. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And there's certain people need that flowery, beloved, whole tap and right. all that good stuff. That's need what that they need that shit, too. Whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you have another I, demographic that, that grew up like the Hustables or whatever. That need right. it in a professional, elegant way. 
Or right, they want to reach out. See, well, Bobby, me, me and Bobby had thorough discussions about all this shit. More than the science, Bobby put me up on that. It's all the social shit from the beginning of this shit. Um, I wasn't there for too young. So I know everybody's story and how it developed. And really what it was, he inherited when they, him and Brother Phil really introduced metaphysics in the cult in this in this lecture community, and at the time you just got off the history, and it was going into health. It's pretty much the same in conspiracy, the same thing as you. And they had to introduce uh, metaphysics, but what they inherited was the Afrocentric community. So all the hoteps and the yogas and the beloveds and the uh, ashes are all the Afrocentric, while a lot of just niggas who's there for the great the, the straight metaphysics is in the game. So me being an entity after the birth and the introduction of what Bobby did, I, I, I don't come from the – I never came from an Afrocentric perspective. I always came from the hard, occult, or metaphysical perspective, which, which we were primed for because the Afrocentric community had their, you know, their time. And though it still exists. It still exists in health food and yoga and all the rest of that stuff. But see, Bob, and this is all Bobby telling me all of this stuff. This to put me up what I had to prepare myself for. So I'm a shortcut. I'm I'm the next step. And speaking the lane, Bobby was one who used to say that to me too. I never never really cared. I just wanted to study. He said, "No, that new internet language." He said, "I don't even want nothing to do with it. I'm gonna get you on this. I can get you on the site. You can do this. Fuck all of that." He said, "I don't want nothing to do with that shit. When my turn is over, it's over." And he said, "You should be doing that. You should be this." I was like, "Man, I don't even care." And turns out, just the like you said, just the dialogue is reaching so many minds. And one of the biggest things people tell me, I'm going to keep ranting, but one of the biggest things people told me was uh, that they didn't want to be conscious where they had to dress up. They thought it involved dressing up. Every woman thought they had to uh, uh, change their hair. The perm is just too terrible. Now, if you can get rid of that perm, hell yeah, just for the chemical aspect in, that, in, in all the fucking crazy weaves. But when I, I did a show, if you watch Chris Tucker's documentary, the hair, Chris Rock, not Chris Tucker, Chris Rock, that documentary on the hair, and he goes to India where all the Indians cut off their hair in this temple, and he says, why are you doing this? He said, we are donating our hair to the gods. They're donating out here to the gods. Then the hair comes to America and goes on the black woman's head. I said, motherfuckers, are y'all watching this? They said, we are donating to the gods, and it comes here to be a funky horse weave, a real hair weave on somebody's head. Now, we could get into the physical understanding of it, but the theory and the symbology is sound. Sound. When I drop that shit, every goddamn hole in every ghetto in the USA, oh, thank you for that. So I understand the connections from the hip-hop shit. Oh, nigga. And a lot of them didn't want, I'm looking at Ken laugh. A lot of them didn't want um, to dress up. They wanted, because that's how I was. I just see them niggas bowing and wearing them fucking hats and dashikis. I'm like, I understand this. I'm into this. But this here shit right here, I am not dressing up. So it it became the a lot a lot of what I heard. I'm glad you brought this up. Give me a chance to brag a little bit or talk on it a little bit. But most people say you made it 
comfortable for me to deal with this shit. It's now I've seen a path for myself. I can't see a path in it, but now I can see a path for myself with all that cursing and all that hip-hop shit. So that was a big deal. So when you say it, I'm glad you said it to give me an opportunity, opportunity to rant on it, uh, Ali. And, you know, thanks for that because, yes, that's a big deal. And, and, I, and, that's one of, and I don't think I ever talked about it. That's one of the biggest deals people come to me with. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you made it safe to be conscious. You made it real easy, and I didn't have to change a fucking thing. You know what I mean? I didn't have to put on no fucking Alibaba slippers. <laughs> I'm glad to do that, brother. You still there? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, I didn't yeah, want to rock you. Man, you talking? I'm listening, bro. Yeah, yeah. I just want to. I didn't want to rock you to sleep because I know I have a tendency to talk much. No, all of you, man. Come on, bro. Like, no, you good. You good. Yeah, uh-uh. and, and uh, uh, along those same lines, I remember uh, when I was listening, and this was some years ago, because uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the path I took was. Uh, was introduced to Bobby and then through Bobby, that's how I found you, uh, Panic. And uh-huh. so um, I remember I was listening to a to a a, a lecture or, or you know blog talk, and you was talking about how you know what I'm saying I'm not trying to be you know what I'm saying I'm not trying to go back to Africa when I was born in America. Obviously, we're here for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So right. you know I'm not trying to put on the garbs that we wore. You know what I'm saying? Two thousand years ago, that's not how we. That's not. That's not. That's not my existence. My existence is. You know what I'm saying? I wake up and put on my t-shirt. You know right. what I'm saying? And so, when I heard that, I was like, "Damn, that shit's real hell yeah!" You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's, <laughs> that's like, like what you want to do, shit. but you hear all this shit, and it's like, wait, wait, I'm just waiting to put on a kufi. It ain't happened yet, but as soon as I get to this level, kufi comes on, and then they'll respect me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, it's right. spring. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you ain't got to change nothing. Whatever you got on, this, that's it. It's in your mind. And motherfuckers, just that was really the key. That was really the key because the closest people came to Bobby because even with his mouth, he was able to make a lot of people relate to it. Demystify me and Kevin so about today. Demystify information that they were either scared of or was too complex. And but still, Bobby didn't wear. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Even though he was still there, and then everybody else wore performance pieces. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, shit from Zamunda. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just just telling you and talking like that couldn't couldn't wait. It gave everybody in their heart that I can study this shit and still retain who I am, still retain the ego, basically. You know what I'm saying? Which is still important right. to function down here. You understand? So, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. that that's something I never talked about because some people don't even know why I relate to them. And, you know, because some motherfuckers be emailing me. You can tell they can't stand me, but they can't not listen. This shit is funny as hell. Oh, motherfucker, where's my herb pack? Son of a bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> so you can tell they're mad, but they're, they're, they, they, they can't turn away. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, you talk funky, you don't get a funky reply. There was a sister, you know, I bagged these bags, so her bag was a little bit light when she got it. You know what I'm saying? She took a picture and gave me a speech. I said, hey, no problem. Send it back, and I'll give you a refund. 
which I really could say, oh, would I really be saying? She said, oh, panic. This looks a, a little bit light. Send the picture. I'd have sent the two more for free. Easy. Said, don't move. Here you go. I do it all the fucking time. But she started talking about, I know in your lectures, you're like, fuck it. You don't care. I'm like, who the fuck said that? You're the one who said that. You diagnosed this shit, so that's what you're going to get. You're going to get exactly what you asked for. Fuck it. Send it back. I'll give you 30 bucks back. No sweat. Yeah, you know, shit happens. This shit is like a fucking nigger factory over here. So sometimes you may get a little, some issues. But I'll correct it. Don't, you ain't got to come funky like you in a, this adversarial thing. When you can get your money back any fucking time, I promise you that. And that really should be a lot of the policy. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing I told Khadijah. You will never stress as long as you are always willing to say, here's your money back. You know what I'm saying? Here's your money back. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? Here's your money back. But if you, if, if you understand what I've been telling you, if you can understand and feel you understand enough that I'm going to say, fuck you, you should understand when I tell you. If a lot of people order, you got to wait. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. I got to send them out before you. While there's 10%, maybe even 7 to 6% saying, where's my shit? The whole other 94% understand. So I can't even complain about those who do business with me. I understand. Sometimes it's longer, sometimes oh shit, here it is in a day. I can't do nothing about that. That's what it is. If I do a lecture, they get excited, I do a Halloween lecture, which I'm now told was really good, and which I didn't know, and this is last week. Motherfuckers get excited and they buy. What can I do? You gotta wait. You're not as special as you think you are in your mind. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's just really what it is. You're not, you're not as fancy as you think you are. That's why I like Ali talking tonight about people do spiritual business in a whole different manner. That was perfectly said when you were telling, because then people start hitting me with the 48 laws of power in the way you should be doing business. You're in someone else's paradigm. You know what I'm saying? We do it differently. You know what I'm saying? So if if you feel... Waiting a certain amount of time is too long, then order that shit way before you want it. Way before you run out. That's the best I could tell you. It's potluck shit. It's spiritual. And if the spirits ain't there, I'm not packing it. I don't care what you say. How nursy you are. How thirsty you are. Then I don't really. Then she hits. I said, well, you know, enjoy the free lectures. I don't really listen to you that much. Then, all right, then go the fuck away. You know what I'm saying? Get some fuck. You know what I'm saying? And then I would get an email from my... Well, I wasn't saying this. Listen closely. I don't care. I'm not responding. It's silly. What I never thought I would be doing is dealing with general public-ass mentality niggas. And that's what it is. I mean, but I got to be real and honest with myself. It's been 10 years of me selling this. Motherfuckers just hear it. You know what I'm saying? And like, 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 why do you think it's some sort of conspiracy to jerk you on a small bag of herbs... You know what I'm saying? But I'll give you – niggas who know, Ken's come to my house, Elias come to my house. Niggas come to my house to buy one, and they walk out with four or five of them shits. Oh, if you can make yep. it here, you can make it anywhere. That's when you're going to eat. Niggas walking with $20 and leave with $100 worth of shit all the time, all the time. Well, yo, I'm going to buy this. Here, take that shit. Niggas, that was party favors. So it ain't really nobody really trying to – Scam nobody on some fucking herbs. So when you know when you coming at me like that, I'm, you know, I'm giving you money back. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why I'm talking about that shit, but that's just on my mind. Hey, 
No, you said you said waiting. You said waiting. So I'm about, I'm about to I'm about to drop my share, bro. Right. It goes, hand, it goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? It goes hand right. in hand, bro. Um, so yeah, I, so yeah, I was actually I know why I talked about it because you were talking about it about yeah, how about you know we we have the standard and you know that's and, and, and for that exact reason I would say these exact words. I'm not eBay and I'm not Amazon. So if you expect the Amazon or eBay status, you may need to take that back to 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 uh, uh, those TV shows. Call now; the lines are open. Six to eight weeks, nigga, and you will get your shit. You ain't say nothing. Amazon niggas are trying to rush your product because they're scared, or eBay, they're scared of a bad review. Oh, oh, I forgot my Amazon goes on when I say Amazon. Oh no, hold on, I gotta turn. It off. Y'all keep talking. Y'all talk. Eli, ask him a question. You got to actually turn it off now. The news went on. It's going to go on all night. Tell me about Trump. So, that Eli, ask him a question. Yeah, uh, it, it sounds like, Ali, like uh, you wanted to build on that. Yeah, I was answering this question. I was about to bring it full circle. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, he he was saying what made what led me to him and Dr. Gibson because you he's never heard those names put together his name included with Dr. Gibson mm-hmm. or whatever. That's yeah, you, uh, along those lines, was funny. you actually introduced me to, to Dr. Gibson. I, I be, before you brought him up, I'd never even heard of him. Yeah. That's why I just prefaced by saying I can only share what happened for me. And uh, mm-hmm. like to know, I grew up. I grew up 14 Baltimore in a in a, in a hood in Middletown. All niggas, you know what I mean. So I grew up in a typical environment that most people are listening to this program. Mm-hmm. Um, at fifth grade, I actually went to a different school, which was um, the opposite of the school I went to. So I went from an all black school to an all white school for the most part. Then mm-hmm. I went to an integrated high school in Middletown. Then I went to a high school that I graduated where it was not too many of us or whatever. So just during the course of my life, I was around a bunch of different types of people. And I was also Mm. around a bunch of different types of circles. But for me personally, I can only speak for myself. I played football all the way to the college level, but never felt like a jock per se, like a typical jock. I got straight A's at one point, got good grades at one point before I knew school was food gazy, but I never considered Mm -hmm. myself a nerd or a bookworm or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I read many books. In the hood, you know what I mean, where niggas wouldn't read a book like that. I watch shows that cats weren't watching or whatever. Just everything that people say, you're supposed to do this because you're doing that, I was doing the opposite. I never fit in, per se. So okay. I realized that with myself early. Like, I really don't fit in, like, one paradigm. I ain't on the street slanging. But, you know, when I did my thing, I ain't do it like niggas do. You know what I mean? I did it, I did it right. intelligently when I did my hmm. third or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, but to say all that to say, so I, I learned very early, like, to get beyond the illusion of the physical or whatever. And when I got into the spirituality, it wasn't just lip service. I really went beyond the physical. So when I started coming across information, I didn't put it into the black box or the white box or whatever. So when I was led to panic or I was led to Dr. Gibson, it was, it was something in their energy that triggered me. Mm. Something in their energy triggered me. So it didn't matter what words they were speaking, how much they were cursed or whatever, I identified with both. Because, yes, mm. I was intellectual, 
So that didn't bother me, listening to 20-syllable words or listening to scientific stuff or whatever. But I was also from the hood and kicking with regular people. So mm-hmm. listening to regular conversation that I was accustomed to, it didn't bother me at all or whatever. So I didn't grow up in that kind of got to be this way for it to work or whatever. I've never been like that. So when it came to the spirituality, I just dealt with what resonated with my spirit. And now, fast forward to today, I can see why I was led to both of these masters. I was led to Dr. Gibson because um, from what I've used now, he has really taught me as far as a step-by-step approach on how to do things with tools, spiritual tools, or whatever, hmm. the step-by-step, how to implement this tool into your life. Not saying panic doesn't do that. I'm just saying what resonated with me and what I've used. This sure. Mm-hmm. What I got yep. from panic was the mentality, the mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, panic is a mentality shifter. You know, mm-hmm. if you listen to panic for any amount of time, your paradigm is going to shift on a conscious level. Your mentality is going to shift. Yep. You put those things together, um, you know, not bragging, just humbly put, I got enough techniques and enough tools to make a head spin. But mm-hmm. I also got that mentality and can relate to regular niggas that look like me on an everyday basis. And mm-hmm. probably the best compliment I get to this day after people meet me, they're like, oh, man, you're just a regular dude. Like, you cool. Like, you, like, remind me of somebody I would, you know what I mean? That's what I hear all the time. And I don't hear all that. You act like you better than all, you know what I mean? It, and that, I, test, I, I give uh, Panic a lot of credit for that because that mentality is not taking yourself so serious. So the way Dr. Gibson and Patterson in my paradigm is one taught me the tools and the actual um, hands-on approach on how to implement those tools and things, and uh, Panic taught me the mentality or whatever. And I've used both of those hand-in-hand, you know, pretty much to this day. Nice. Good. Nice. 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 Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it, it's, uh, it, it, it was interesting. Something came to mind, you know, uh, when uh, you was mentioning about, you know, panic and, you know, uh, yeah. the so-called cursing and whatnot, I remember when I was at this conference and um, the, the the speaker was talking about, the you know, the fact that, you know what I'm saying, he's going to be cursing a lot, but the reason that he does is because most people aren't used to hearing it. And so when they hear... Um, fuck, shit, or things that they're not used to hearing on, on a daily basis, some people, right, it actually causes for them, it, it disrupts their pattern, right? Mm-hmm. And once their mm-hmm. pattern is disrupted, then that allows for entry of some new information, right? Mm-hmm. Or the introduction of something new into the mind, something new into, you know, their spirit, a space is created by utilizing that language and so the the language causes for a shift you know mm. and a disruption in a person's pattern so when i heard that i saw the the the, the genius in the of of when i first was listening to, to bobby and when i was listening to panic and i was like ah, oh, i get it you know what i'm saying like the uh the the, the effectiveness of it the, the methodology even though it may not have been an intent it was right. just being who who you are, so it's not like okay, I'm doing this so I can disrupt this person's pattern and then give them the real information. But 
nonetheless, it still was doing the same thing. So it was still um, it was still causing for people's patterns to be disrupted. And when, once those patterns are disrupted, now they can they're they're actually open to receive you know what I'm saying it's information that's going to cause them to go through those shifts that you know what I'm saying people do you know what I'm saying and so the the you know when, when you were bringing that up earlier I thought about that as far as how truly effective it is to uh, you know present in that manner even though it may not have been intentional. The, the thing, the thing with speaker, speaker breaker, especially teacher. Nice though. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to tell it live. Yeah, that was a nice uh, breakdown. Word, that, word. Thanks for that. That made a lot of sense. Shit, you justified a lot. Of, <laughs> I feel justified. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ali, yeah. for cutting you off. Yeah. No, can... no, no. You fine. I can't wait to touch on this topic because I've heard it so many times, man. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I'm telling everybody that's listening. You and Dr. Gibbs are the only two major influences I had. I was listening to pretty much everything that y'all put out. You know what mm. I'm saying? So if I can do that and humbly put, not what I'm saying, but all the thousands of people that have messaged me, like you changed my life and you helped me. If right. I'm helping people and y'all help me, so what does that tell you? You know what I mean? Right. Over the breadcrumbs. You know what I mean? Let the poop be. Right. That's, that's obvious stuff. You know what I mean? That's, that's infamil. You're talking about Pedialyte. That's baby food. You feel me? So um, so so the way the speakers are, and I'm trying, let me talk about a like spiritual teacher, quote unquote. Anybody that's trying to help people grow spiritually or whatever. Our whole thing is we have to change your neural pathway, your human thinking. You have to shift right. up the way you think or whatever. All right. showed that in the matrix because remember that's the first pill that Neo took, red pill or blue pill. He said, what was it? He said, something that will disturb your neural pathways. Bang, bang. I had a yep. beautiful I had the one, bro. So, mm-hmm. so the whole thing is, and I say this all the time, I'm not, especially when I'm teaching, I'm not really teaching to your conscious mind. I don't, I don't give a crap if you don't comprehend on that level. I'm talking to your soul so you have a self-realization moment. Right. Away. In order to do that, you have to break up the neural pathways on how you perceive information. Very important. After break up the pathways or how you perceive information, so all effective teachers, quote unquote, have a way of breaking up your natural rhythm. With pen, right. it may be cursing. With me, I usually throw stuff out that people really don't think, and it's like, oh man, that's shocking. Hold on, I never thought of it like that. Soon when mm-hmm. you do that, you don't change the neural pathways. Soon when you hear a spiritual, another, you're another trick. Word, now you're this is when I am neural path, huh? I was going to say another trick, and this is what I'm very conscious of. And you, Did you take my class, Ali? Man, I've taken your class spiritually, bro. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure you heard enough of it, but anybody who has taken my class, what will happen is, oh, you'll hear it in lectures too. The key to really, uh, once you break open, and I can see that the attention is there, you got them. And I can see a lot of this in class. You know, people come with a little bit of hesitation. There's a brother in my class now. He was a thug. I just gave him about 35 minutes with me. Now he's just giggling and soaking it up. So once you do disrupt those different pathways, the key to really telling or them getting it, you have to tell relatable stories. Mm-hmm. So Kevin was here uh, 
Maya knows, most of the shit I deal with, I tell relatable stories that they can relate to. So I take science that may be complex or something that they think in their mind is complex, and then you niggerize it with dick and pussy. Niggerize it with dick and pussy. You niggerize it with, with humor and shit that, if it didn't happen to them, could happen to them, and then they start to see it in their reality. It now becomes this this advanced teaching now becomes something part of something that they either laughed at or tried to do or fuck or have a thorough understanding just based upon the negroidedness and all day because it is absolutely relatable. To make advanced information relatable, Bobby did. He made advanced information. He did what they call demystified it. See, uh, what I see with Mitchell Gibson, he's not demystifying stuff yet. He's telling you complex things, and what he's trying to do is he's still speaking towards people's intellect because they're trying to understand complex things. To true, to to live true to the word. Brother, you really broke that down. You have to take complex things and turn them into uh, education that a third grader can understand. Any nigga sitting there pontificating, brother, if you, the, if the, you know, the the, the shape of the uh, phenomitochondron that turns within itself, that folds over within one, that that reverberates against the magnetospheric shape shifting. Planetary, numerary, honorary, lunatary transistors that rotate within the pineal, brother. That's what you. That's what we gotta get to. You throw all that bullshit away. He's trying to. He's trying. He's not teaching you. And and if you don't even want to call it teaching, he's not putting you on the shit. He's trying to show you how intelligent he is. And then there's the ones who have an intelligent scholarly uh, presentation for you and their intention is teaching you and they understand it. They've been through some things and then you'll have black people. They'll sit there and act like and pretend shit is popping, but go home and maybe got one to 3% of that shit. And then you got to understand, you got this, this, this basic things you got to understand about your spirituality. There's basic things you have to understand about your heart and how it absorbs as your true intelligence, and how your brain absorbs as your ego and your, inte- and your intellect and your reason, which is worthless. It's only worth your survival on Earth. So this conscious shit is not your survival on Earth. Eating is. You know what I'm saying? So, so you already learned how to go to Walmart and get a fucking ham sandwich, whatever the fuck it is you eat. So that's that's not consciousness. Sitting there talking about it makes people feel good. What people need is to actually see it in themselves. So you have to tell the same nigga story. So if I'm going to tell about astral travel, I'm going to tell what I did when I first did it, when I was successful at it, and the way you see I tell in my class, first, every fella who wants to astral travel, you astral travel to every chick's house and try to fuck them. I tell them we do it anyway. It's called masturbation. We can get a clear, detailed picture of the chick you've seen and jerk off with our hand all over our titties and our mind. So now you take that positive image and you use it for your spirituality. You've been practicing all your motherfucking life. So when niggas are like, yeah, I know how to masturbate and I know how to keep an image of ass and titty in my head when I'm jerking off. So all you do is 
acid, oh, you do is keep an acid titty in your head, then you move on to more complex images to hold on to as you go to sleep. And then you're actually locking your frequency to it. So once you say that kind of shit, and you can put them there instead of saying, well, astral travel is, the, is calculating the frequency that locks you in to this particular vibration that takes you to the zone in the pineal gland, your ka stays as the mental body in the astral. They don't hear all that shit. Look, nigga, think of some pussy and go to her house. It's even better if you call and say, I'm going to come to your house tonight. Work with me. All night on that pussy. Om, om, Oramne Peme. What's that shit that <laughs> Tina Turner said? Ring ain't no mango. You'll be doing that shit all night because it's easy to focus on. That's what you do all day anyway. Think about hoes and whatever girls think about. Sitting on dick or having Denzel or Idris Albert listen to the bullshit they got to say all day. Just you talking to him. They don't understand me on my job. And Idris Albert's going, yeah, they don't. You smart. <laughs> whatever the fuck they like. Or sitting on the dick at the club. <laughs> It'll still work for them. Point is, that's really what's going to uh, uh, get them. See, the cursing and, all, and everything is like the pill that Neo took. But Morpheus still was able to now communicate with him on a different level after that pill. You know what I'm saying? Look at it. He was speaking in riddles before he took that neuropath pill. So let's even say the cursing is that. But once you get there, if you, if you ain't talking that shit, if you losing them, showing them how smart you are, you can forget it. It's all about relay. I learned that shit from Bobby. One time, this nigga, I see him do this shit at lectures. He'll peruse the crowd. And, of course, somebody brought their friend with him. So they don't know who the fuck he is. So they looking at him and let me just get through this shit. I see this nigga just with his mouth win him over. And he'll win you over with a laugh. This nigga walked so close to this chick, she was looking with her arms folded. Because your body language tells me. See, when I talk about sexual shit in my class, the girls start covering their titties. They cross their arms and cross their legs. I went to a lecture. I said some shit about pussy. And then I told everybody, don't move. And I told the fellas, look at every woman in here. They got their legs crossed. Little Rock. Got their, got their shit open. Because you could see by the body language what you're communicating. With. And I see master lecturers do it. You could see if they go into what you call alpha state. And alpha state, you can see it in their eyes. Eyes will dilate. So you ever notice a lecturer, he'll be looking deep in everyone's eyes. And he'll talk at this pace in the beginning. Beloveds, we're here today. We're going to talk about this lecture, this, this, that. He's starting to talk to your heart pace. When he's talking to your heartbeat, uh, pace, you go into alpha state, meaning you open up and you're ready to receive the message that he got your ass. This shit had an arm full it, but he know he wasn't getting her. Your arm full of you covering your heart. You don't believe it. That's why you ever see a magic woman hold the arm in front of her. She's covering her heart. And so she's covering her heart. Bobby just walked real close to her and said, look, I'm going to need help. Yeah, the lecture in St. Louis. And through that whole lecture, my zipper was open and my dick was out. So if my zipper comes out, if my, if my dick falls out, please let me know. I did a whole lecture. With, she was laughing so fucking hard. She was the liveest one in the lecture after. You know what I'm saying? And and then I start to see it's not just something he's doing. It's something, the art of doing that. So here, I can do it with laughs, but you got to just do it with a story to get with. You know what 
know what I'm saying? And you do that once the neural pathways are open. See, now it's easier for me because if they take in the class, I already, they ain't going to pay for just a, just, I don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? But they still, you know, they some feel intimidated, you know, until they really meet me. So they feel intimidated. So the brother's intimidated. So he's giving me his, I'm a thug face. So watch this. He's at the house. You know, after he's just giggling his ass off, you know what I'm saying? Because he can relate to it. He can see it. And that's really the teaching. That's really the teaching. And I know and I hope those who are you who are going to teach and do consultations, dark yogi, you have to give me, you can take that advice because it's advice I learned from Bobby and it's a sure shot shit. You know what I'm saying? The sure shot shit of how you actually make connections with people. So it's a lot of just what I'm saying, but it's a lot of relatable shit. You know what I'm saying? The flaw to that is when I walk someplace, motherfuckers think they know me. Don't panic. Don't panic. Like, oh, nigga, sit down. <laughs> and, you know, they get a little familiar. But I could deal with that. You know what I'm saying? That's black people. So I would hope that would add to some shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, we're going to get into We still we ain't finished with you there, Mr. S. Ali. Yeah, I'm here, bro. All right, there's one more thing I want to say before I forget, because we, we all into this area. Niggas, I want you to listen and listen to me closely. For years, we would see these metaphysical movies, right? And Bobby would say it, Phil would say it, Aline would say it. Everybody once said to me, they took my shit. They got that from me. And I'm like, you egotistical, big head niggas, and da 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 And I say to myself, I'll be like, yeah, okay. But niggas, I'm telling y'all with all sincerity. When I went to see motherfucking Dr. Strange, that bitch took my shit. That bitch is class in that movie. I challenge any nigga to take my class in the teaching style. And I'm still saying to myself, I ain't blowing up my ego, but damn, I say that. That's what I say. That's how I say it. I kept this kept coming up through this movie. I'm going to do a breakdown. I'm going to do a breakdown on YouTube of it. I'm going to go watch it again and do a Dr. Strange breakdown. It's not really that great, but I'm going I'm to I'm pump it up. Niggas know. Ken's here. Uh, uh, I think I was doing this when I was doing the Liars class. One of the things I teach is how to invoke your mind's energy into an inanimate object. How, in other words, how to make any inanimate object a spiritual tool with your mind. And I'll even tell y'all niggas now what y'all niggas should be paying for the hair in class. You did it when you was a little child. When you had um, superhero dolls, fellas, when you had Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, and uh, what's the other motherfuckers uh, that y'all niggas had uh, uh so, uh, by the powers of Grayskull, he man that had them figures. If you remember when you had them, we thought they were real. We took them in the tub. We took them to bed. They were in our pockets, our cars. We took an inanimate object and knew how to invoke a life into it. It was real. Not to mention invisible friends. And, of course, girls with their dolls. They made the dolls real. If, you got, if you're a brother and sister, I had a sister. I called my sister doll bald one time. She lost her fucking mind. Oh, 
well, she's not bald because it was real. So when they say as a child would lead them and a child uh, and uh, with the other child shit that they say, what they're talking about is not these stupid-ass kids that can't even fucking wash up correctly. They're talking about a certain thinking, a certain free, uninhibited thinking, a certain reason and a certain logic that you didn't have yet. Reason and logic belongs to the ego. Now, it is necessary to operate, to pay your bills and deal with your affairs with reason and logic. But reason and logic has no place in your spiritual uh, 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 intellect, let's say, which is a whole different animal. Now, before this, that's why they say a child will lead them in the, in the way into heaven is through a child. They're talking about the thinking. So this ability to invoke your energy, this is a big thing I was teaching in class because I show you how to bridge that to fairy work, to crystal work, to altar work, to statue work, to, 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 to your picture image work. I show you how this bridges to all of that. So when you say this, how you get statues, and it's more detailed in my class. Don't think you just got a nugget and you're just going to jerk off for free. More I go into deeper detail, the deep science of this. But basically, how to invoke spiritual energy into an inanimate object. Do you know the motherfucker said that shit in this movie? The black nigga, he picked up a stick. He said, we take our spiritual energy and invoke it into these objects and started working these objects. I'm like, okay. And, and even then, I was, I was just sound convinced. All that shit I say about the ego and how it works, the way she was dealing with his ego, uh, I'm going to kill it because I'm gonna, now I'm going to fuck it up for trying to take my shit. Now, I want you to hear this. When I walk down, I'm saying, I still could be my ego. You know what I'm saying? Because really, they're talking about the occult. And, you know, you know, so what? They could get a, you know, it Crowley, you know, whatever I read, they could read. Then I thought about this shit. Right now, and you could try it now, if you, if these guys who are writing the script, and they fuck with and dabble with the occult, if, even if they're not in it just to write scripts, they have to research. And the number one tool to research is the internet. So if they just, and what I notice, even without them, if you search anything occult, my name comes up now. You can't search occult without panic coming up, just for the years and years of all the lectures. I got 10 years of lectures. So I know I search the word occult. My name not only comes up, it comes up first in Google. When you, you can type power right now. Panic comes up. Anything you type occult panic. Kim was telling me he was trying to find other shit occult, but my name kept coming up. So then I said, that's reasonable. If this script writer said, well, let's see what they're doing on the Internet so we can make our movie hot with the new shit. Let's see what's in the occult. They're going to have to come across my shit. So now that made it reasonable for me. I said, yeah, because whenever you do, whenever you search me, oh, you don't even have to search me. Whenever you search anything magical, you say magic, panic's name is going to eventually show up, just based upon the years of work. Now, that made it real for me. I said, oh, yeah, because first of all, 
they're not going to follow. They, they could find all the old guys, all the standards, but they're not going to want to do that for a new movie. All the Crowleys and the, and the Phil Hines and the Polk Runyons and all the rest of them motherfuckers, uh, Manny P. Uh, Hall. But they say in the same shit that I'm sure they already know, already heard already. What's popping in video? What's popping in video? I'm coming up. So now that made it real. I swear, I kept putting it on. I kept hearing shit going, that's not only, it's all sounds familiar, and it's a cult one-on-one. It wasn't even nothing deep in that shit. But I'm saying the way she's saying it in her presentation is of the, mel- of the mentality of us versus his ego. The first, see, it's so deep because in my class, just like Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange went to find all this spiritual or fi- eventually found spiritual answers to, fit, to, to deal with his human life, his talents, right? When niggas went to take my class, most of them niggas come in and say, I want to be a better musician, I want to be better this, I want to have a better business, I want to do all this human shit, and then I, once I get them there, they walk away with a whole different understanding that this shit is not for that, but it's your choice. The same motherfucking shit they did with this shit, nigga. I'm saying, oh, that's exactly what I do in my class. This is exactly what I tell people. You can go back to your human life and you'll be better, but you have a choice to, to leave your human life alone. That's what we deal when we deal with the chakras. So I'm going to deal with this shit because the motherfuckers owe me a check. And like I said, I'm not the one to shine my ass. They took that from me. That's mine. I got that. I don't give a fuck. This is all ours. All that shit they took from us in the first place. But this particular movie, I'm saying, this, I kept saying, this is too familiar. And when he, when he, I wasn't even convinced when that nigga said, we take our energy and put them in fucking objects. I'm like, that's a fucking course from my class. How to invoke spirituality in all the objects around you. I said, that's kind of close. Then when she kept talking about his ego, because that's the main message of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Consciousness versus subconscious or ego versus spirituality. So go watch that shit. You know what I'm saying? Go watch that shit. When I Because Bob used to say that. They listen to my shit. They listen to my shit. Mm. Hey, man, there's too much shit to listen. They ain't listening to this shit. I was convinced. That's why I was so flagrant. Ain't no FBI coming. You know, I was like, Bobby, fucking snake, Jake the Snake or one of them ex-wrestlers got a show on fucking uh, 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 True TV or Spike TV about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Monkey Man in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And armies of... I like, it's, they're hiding it in plain sight now because this YouTube, he was worried about his shit going on YouTube. I'm like, nigga, there's a thousand of this. they hide in plain sight. Somebody made a Bobby Hemmett group. Get me off that group, man. I don't want to be in no fucking group. That's how they got Dr. York. I'm like, Bobby, nigga, there's about 1,000 niggas in your group. There's about 4,000 niggas in the yoga group. You know, he, he just didn't understand nothing internet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, it's a lot of conspiracy. and that, But now, them and Tef used to say that shit too, my man. Tef was, nah, man, when we stopped decoding movies, movies got whack. I'm like, and I'm laughing because I'm not really seeing this. I seen it this week, and I kept seeing this shit. Then I said, "How reasonable is it for them to find?" I'm like, "Shit, if you just type the word occult, and it's reasonable, reasonable that they would use the internet to research. It's reasonable." So yep. yeah. 
So, yeah, go watch it and see for you. Those who took my class are going to hear the familiarity, especially now that you're going to be looking for it. You're going to see it as clear as day. You know what I'm saying? The movie was all right. It was, it was like Metaphysics 101. But I'm going to go and collect, collect all, because I wasn't even remembering this. I was like, that sounds familiar going on with the movie. And it's a typical Marvel movie, set you up for the next one. You know what I'm saying? The next, in the end, him and Thor sitting together, and they said, we need to look for Odin. So, you know, it's going to be, you know what I'm saying, more, which, which, is, which is obvious. And I'm not mad at all, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, there was a clip. At, oh, there was, oh, was there a clip after that as well? I thought there might be, but we was, I was still in awe. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I was trying to see if it was on Fire Stick or whatever. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one on that I'm gonna do one on that I'm gonna just go through it and but I wanted to get that out. All right, so I got all the ranting out the way I think. <laughs> gave gave Elia some time to formulate some more questions. I hope. Yeah, I mean we, we, we and, yeah that was good. I, I, there was a pause there. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I mean. That or you know what I'm saying um, that, that that's a great note to, uh, to, to 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 wrap it up. I mean that was that was that was nice right there. I, I'm I'm definitely going to see the movie tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, we'll do it like this. We'll let S. Ali talk about anything he wants to talk about to close out the show for as long as he wants to talk about it. And remember to give out your information one more time. All right. Um, hey. I mean, your services. You can talk about your services, you know, some of the success you had, you know, anything. All right. That's what you want me to talk about? Okay. Um, so unless you have something that you would like to speak about, feel free. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to talk about um, what, you were, what you were building on. Okay. Like, no problem. That's and that's what people have to be be comfortable with. Like I said, I'm comfortable listening to you. I'm comfortable listening to Dr. Gibson. Like I said, those were my two biggest influences. Like right. I found y'all really the thing. The thing with me is I wasn't listening to 20 teachers, and I think that's a problem that a lot of people experience, especially when you're new on the path. Where I get a lot of I'm confused. I don't know what to do. This person uh-huh. says don't put their altar in the bedroom, but you say you can put it in your bed. You know what I mean? You get Right. If, the more you listen to people, you're going to get conflicting information. Conflicting right. information. And that's why I like the way you do it with the mentality is, and I live it. I don't have any rules. You know what I mean? Right. The rules I have are the rules that I make in my mind. There you go. Your mind like, reigns supreme over anybody, myself included. I Your self law and master. I self-law master. I love Panic. I love Dr. Gibson, but at the end of the day, I follow me. Right. That's where you need to get to. And that's uncomfortable yeah. for a lot of people because they don't get to that level. And I'm they, they, they can't they get get control that. of that. They need something to, to, be, to, to be subordinate to. Yes. That's that, the that's sad where, Negro truth. They and need and, to be subordinate to. And truth be told, that's where a lot of niggas is at. Real really, really though, they most just changed Jesus for Shun. Hey, Jesus for Cyrus, Jesus for Shun. 
uh, Christianity for the dark side. But it's, it's, it's this mentality that something outside of themselves is all-powerful, and they're partitioning it for, for, for a taste. So we, we end that in my class. See, y'all ain't going to get that one for free tonight. Join the fuck up. Y'all, oh, let me give it. Y'all can go to my website, occultlectures.com. Classes. Uh, we, we got a couple more weeks of this class. November is our next class. If you paid you in that class, don't worry about it. You'll get a call when it's time. Herb packs, spiritual bath, aura shields, uh, CDs, all the shit. Khadija's website is coming soon. For this moment, you can get all her readings on my site. Soon, you'll be able to go to her very own fucking site. Get off my back and go see her directly and have a, well, you already talked to her directly, but it'll be straight. You won't have a mental man anymore. So go ahead and join the class. You're not going to get everything from class that I give here for free. So, so you know, you're going to have to join up. And this is where we teach this method where I, I go into detail the science of this sickness of where everything you feel is outside of you or something is going to save you. Let it be fucking the Nibiru, the fucking mothership. There's always something besides your own ass. It is actually you who's going to save yourself. And until you have that realization, you'll be seeing, you'll be seeing that next nigga sitting next to you in another lifetime worrying about who, which cop is going to put their foot in your ass. To move on, you have to realize you, I, self-lord and master, it is you. It is you that must have these realizations. It is you that is in control of your own being. That's very important shit to understand. And you, and you can say it logically, but you niggas don't feel it psychologically. If I had to say one of the top five things that we have a problem, that's the motherfucking problem. That's the problem. That's one of the top five. Yo, when so, I learn, when I learn yes. from you, it's like when I get those questions, when I know in the person's consciousness they want me to validate them and hold their hand or whatever, I have a mm-hmm. way of answering it so they go back to themselves so they don't use me as a crutch again or whatever. So, yeah, it's all about giving yourself the green light, but I know a lot of people are listening to 20 million people. Like, if panic resonates with you, then you need to rock with them because he's resonating with you for a reason. But your ego right. will be like, well, panic don't have all the answers. He ain't supposed to have all the answers for you. He's supposed he to, have to help you go within yourself to find the answers. But yeah, if I had all the answers, I'd be dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when you start to listen to 20 people, if you don't get to conflict the information, then you get more confused than when you started. I used to pick then, what resonates with you. Uh, there yeah. was a comedic book I read that it tells you there was no such thing as a debate or argument in camp. He said they that was they didn't see it that way. They seen as as many paths to find light. So if something just fits for you, then that's what you're supposed to get, and no one can make that decision for you. They're waiting to hear something so fucking overwhelming, something that knocks them on the floor. Like you know, you sit in church and motherfuckers is grabbing their chest, going, uh, speaking in tongues, telling them I'm the son of Messiah and all this shit. You're like, well, I guess this must be the truth, even though I ain't speaking tongues yet. But they're displaying something so profound by jumping up and down. You know what I'm saying? They don't do it nowhere else but here. So it, it's got to be real. You know what I'm saying? Did you catch the Holy Ghost? No. Do you speak in tongues? No. But, you know what I'm saying? 
or imagine if you have, which is nothing more than a frenzy that you're in, you know what I'm saying, based upon Kundalini, based upon possession, the same possession frenzy. So when this type of thing or this thing is happening to you, you tend to see that as real, and then you take this mentality into the occult science, when what you're supposed to be doing is getting the flat facts, the flat fact information, and brewing this in your own reality. So you're supposed to make it real in your own reality. You get what I'm saying? In your own mind. That's the knowledge, which is the information which we give, wisdom, which is the formulation of that knowledge, the birthing right. That's why it's connected to the woman, the nine months of uh, gestation. It's supposed to gestate in your mind for you to make a, 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 a connection and a reality connected to you with, i.e., I go back to it and I say, that's why I tell you these stories connected with advanced shit so you can formulate in your mind, you understand, more than hearing some big logical fucking explanation. And then comes the child, which is called understanding, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. The manifestation of this particular information that you got from me, Elijah, S. Ali Maya, or whoever, and to formulate it because why would you bother to formulate it? Because it resonated with you. In other words, women, why would you bother to fuck that guy? Because you thought he was cute and you thought this motherfucker was ugly. Why did you try to fuck that girl? Because her ass was big and her ass was flat. So why did you listen to panic on that one and fill on that one? Because it resonated with you just like that hoe or just like that nigga in the club. So there's a thousand niggas. You don't fuck them all and go, I wonder who I should be fucking. I wonder who I should be fucking today. All of these girls, I wonder who, they all contradict each other. She's got big titties. She's got little titties. She's got crooked titties. She's got no titties. She's got her titties out. What a contradiction. I'm trying to fuck you, but you, you, you don't have a problem there. So why do you have a problem picking information that resonates with you, something that you like? And when, when you get that, it sounds stupid. See, I panic. I don't know what to do, no matter how natural I tell them with. But as soon as I say, if you was in the room with a girl, she pulled down her pants and bent over. Would you call me and say, panic, I don't know what to do? Your nature is going to say, I think this is supposed to go in there. And I think it's supposed to go in and out. You know what I'm saying? You got to know what to do. So I said, you got to think of when you're getting down to this, is it's a foolish question to that. Panic, she's sucking my dick. What happens next? You bust her nut. You know what I'm saying? She's sucking my dick, and she's, and she's looking like something's supposed to happen next. Vaginal sex, nigga. But no, I said, when you was a, but then let's go back to when we was a virgin. You knew what to do. You know what I'm saying? You knew what to do. And you knew what you was going for, too. You didn't have to say, yo, panic. Let me tell you what happened. You know what I'm saying? As I said, you practice actual traveling, which leads you to lucid dreaming. You won't have to say, you know, panic. I can't understand this dream. Just do the fucking work. Do what you're supposed to be doing. Trust in yourself like you trust in yourself the first time you got some pussy or the first time some chick got some dick. You trusted in yourself. Or let's even not make it as graphic. With, with your first kiss, you somehow knew how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the chick tell you, well, you need to brush up on your technique. But you wasn't calling me to say, look, you know what I'm saying? 
Do I go left or go right? You you know what I'm saying? Some things are innate. Are innate. And this nigga can need to come here. He knows all the hot words. Some things are innate. You know what I'm saying? And and once you understand this spirituality is innate, it's your natural order of being. And every fucking thing else you're doing is pure crazy. Then you're going to start tapping into some shit that you know it already. The most advanced niggas in my class say, I was doing this shit for years. I said, now I gave you the science on what you was doing. Now you are justified in doing what you already was doing. Now live it up with the knowing in you, and you will be the baddest motherfucker. That's what S. Ali was talking about earlier. You have spiritual talents. It's up to you to have this self-realization and to enhance it, to go that route. So if panic is talking to something about your spiritual talents, then that's what you take because you're doing this shit for you. Take a little bit, leave a little bit. Take a little bit, leave a little bit. Yep. You're doing this shit for you. Take some now, later. <laughs> now and later. So you're not supposed to hear me as your preacher. See, when they say that, it contradicts what they're looking for as a pastor to keep a consistent message to get you keep you riled up and not confuse you. It's supposed to contradict. I hope I fuck contradict the next man. I hope I contradict myself every other fucking week. Cause that's the that is the absolute proof that I'm changing. If I'm telling this same fucking story ten years from now, I failed. You feel what I'm saying? Nigga, there was a time I tell you nigga yoga could wipe my ass. But after Courtney, nigga breathe, tiger breath, the crow, nigga, those are nigga, I get in the bed and Snake every night, all that shit, because I got a healthy respect for what it did. So if I'm just still stuck to those guns, well, I said it for years, you know what I'm saying? I thought we was off of this motherfucker 2012, didn't work out so good, you know what I'm saying? Niggas looking at me and said, niggas said that shit, oh, well, actually, what happens is, that starts the cycle. So we'll notice in 10 years from that, nigga, y'all niggas pushing this shit back. So my policy, which was always teetering, was fuck every event. I don't want to hear the moon is blue. I don't want to hear the moon is red. I don't want to hear there's a fucking satellite that we can only see 10 years. I don't want to hear today's the day when them niggas show up and go, nigga, we back, then we back. Until that motherfucking moment, it's on you. You got to save yourself. Real tall. So... I don't know what we was talking about, but let's continue talking about it. <laughs> I know I keep cutting you off these rants, but the, the 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 spirit is on me tonight. The spirit's on me. It's on me. Like somebody said, speaking in tongues is light codes. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, all right. Hey, no, this is this the key. Like when you come to call for this conflict information, because like that's another uh-huh. mentality I adopted from you. Like I brag, I I will contradict myself in a second. You hear me say one thing one minute, I will say the complete opposite the next minute. It's up, it's up to you to see what resonates with right. you. Right. That, but that what happens you tapping into your what, chaos mind. Yeah. What you want to do? Tapping into your intellect, you'll have a consistent, reasonable 
explanation for shit. See, when you give up explanations for shit and you become the shit, you become everything. You become what we call in school potential energy, the ability to become anything. That's chaos, potential energy. Either kinetic or spent energy is creation. Creation is already defined for you. You call it a pen and must write. You call it a doorknob be on the door and turn. So that's actually energy. This is dead down here. So the, the potential all the information you're coming across, but that's the collective of everything. Exactly. So right. When you come when you come across this information, what you'll see is there's gonna be a lot of parallels. I'm gonna use like a mundane example. Like when right. I was working at Rennes Center as a manager, those skills <laughs> I learned I use on my spiritual business. You know what I mean? I learned how to manage people, all that stuff that was mundane, but if you look at it, two different things, you missed a message or whatever. So you have to look at all the things that you learn, and it's going to have a lot of similarities. Another example, you taught the nation, God's the earth, um, peace, uh, peace of blessing, and clearance, 13 nests, blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. um, he did a supreme mathematics where I'm a, I do numerology. Supreme mathematics ain't nothing but numerology. One, oh, now, that's the man. One is connected to the sun. That's the masculine energy. Impregnates mm-hmm. the woman, the wisdom, number two, shaped as a female. That gives birth to the, the child, the understanding, number three. Well, one right. is a masculine force in numbers. Two is a feminine receptive force. And third is the addition of that. You know what I'm saying? So even with Father Allah, what he did, he took, he took numerology and put it in a nigger context so black folks understood. You I, know what I mean? That's all he they did. Was heavy, okay. It was heavy in Kabbalah. Because uh, that's born out of what is it? Gematria, right? Gematria is the the Gematria, the, the Kabbalistic numerology. Yes, Gematria is Kabbalistic yeah. numerology. Yes, it, it is born out of that actually. And they were studying Kabbalah. I, I could show you so much Kabbalistic shit. Elijah Muhammad was saying. Elijah Muhammad teach them. Father Elijah said, "Well, why are we gonna wait with this Allah shit? You ain't ready." He said, "No, we can tell him we gods." And he just he just went there. That's why he was out, uh, ostrac- you know, ostracized and booted out. He said they wasn't ready. So what they were doing was showing numerology, geometry, starting the steps of it. If it was, if he would have stayed alive longer, they would have been. They, he, they would have kept unfolding it. But he was giving them the basic. He was making connections with numbers and, and math. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I did this. I do this in class with numbers. The whole number system. Let me see. And you, I don't. And this is not in any book, but it, it's closely connected. If you write out one, two, three, then four, five, six, then seven, eight, nine, right? One plus two plus three is six. Four plus five plus six is fifteen. Five plus one is six. Seven plus eight plus nine is twenty-four. Six. So the whole number system is man. It's the story of man. Six, six, six. So one is God. What comes before one? Zero or nothing. They'll say nothing comes before God or zero. That's the great mother. Zero is the great mother. That's actually what's first. Out of his born God. God has to realize who he is. What am I? Where did I come from? So then they create the woman. So that's where you get uh, Eve comes from Adam, which is in a, it's a symbolic story of, of numbers. So he's observing her to observe 
where he comes from. The same way you have your mother, and then you get with your woman, and she becomes your new mother. And then the true understanding of their union becomes number three, the child. Now, that trinity is a six. That's a completed man and his understanding. Then you get the four, five, six. Four represents the four elements on earth. Five represents the five senses that you're locked in. The six represents the carbon uh, uh, that you're in in the body. This is your understanding of your lockdown, four, five, six, another six. Then you get seven, eight, nine. Seven starts at the top and it goes to the bottom. Actually, let me go back to six. The, the way you draw a six, right? Six, you draw a point at the top and a circle at the, the bottom. Six is the understanding that you come from heaven and you have fallen to earth. Seven represents a plateau, and then it goes down to the bottom. It's trying to show you a plateau of your higher chakras that you're supposed to go in. Sometimes you make that cross in the middle of seven. Mm-hmm. Heart chakra, my nigga. Mm-hmm. And then that's to realize seven becomes seven God or the seven God on earth. Master of the seven seas, master of the seven seals, master of the seven continents, seven God, master of your seven chakra system. When is God a creator? The master creator makes you a God. God here is a title. Just having melanin ain't it. You think like a human, guess what, nigger? You're a human. God is a frequency of thought, the Godhead, and that represents you master humanity through your chakra system. Come on down to class, folks, so you really can learn some shit. About yourself. Number eight. Eight turned on its side. Eight is two circles. It represents man, the conscious man who lives in the sphere on, in, in the heavens, like myself, in the sphere on earth. So I live on earth, but I still reside with the gods. You turn that eight on the side, what is this a symbol of? Infinity. That's telling you, you last forever when you resonate on the eight. Nine is an upside-down six, represents completion. Nine starts at a point at the bottom where you are, and it rises to a sphere on the top in the circle. Then you resonate in the nine. Then I hope your ass can live there. Otherwise, do over. <laughs> Ten is one plus zero, and you become, you do it over. So that's not in books. You got to get that or channel that understanding. You get what I'm saying? And if it's in a book, never read it. So we, we do things here. You get what I'm saying? And you know, the key is to add on to the numerologies and the geometrias and have your own understanding of it. You get what I'm saying? This is the whole plight of man, 666, through, through each of these particular trinities. Realizing himself as God through the understanding, realizing his earthly prison, uh, uh, earth, air, water, fire, five senses, Six, six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, and then realizing his plight in the seven, eight, nine. The seven chakras, infinity, to resonate along in the heavens. Nice. Right. All right. Niggas, in the class, niggas, don't, 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 don't jerk yourself. Don't jerk yourself. Bring your ass to class. And we just dealt with that. We dealt with the 3D box. Remember that old 3D box that you made in school all day? If you count it, you know, you do four, a box, right next to another four, and then you connect it with four lines. That's 12. That box represents the prison of the 12, the zodiac. You count the box, one, two, three, four, five, six, and a point in the middle, seven. And then it's a third-dimensional box. You have 12, seven, and three. What's 12, seven, and three? 22. The numbers are the goddamn uh, uh, geometria or the path 
or Kabbalah numbers, which is also considered a circle around the universe, which is your prison, prison of the 22. If you unfold that box, it looks like this. You would take a physical box and unfold it, and it turns into a cross. The cross is representing the Christ energy. You're in the box. So they say think outside the box. They say think like Christ. The Christ energy or resurrection, not that Jesus thing, represents the unfolding of man and releasing out this fucking prison. So all these numbers are trying to define your motherfucking prison, actually. Actually. And it's one to nine. So you need to get the fuck up out of this goddamn shit. And that's... Yeah. When you have a number, that, that's what humanity is. You can't count zero. Zero is spirit. So what are you saying is right? Which one is that? I, want, I wanted to do a giveaway, bro, out of respect okay, for the yes, platform. Sir. I wanted to give, if I can, if I will allow like a couple minutes, so I can just get this out real quick. Yeah, go, go, go crazy. I'm going to shut up now. I'm just going to let you get it. No, I'm, I'm going to actually run to the bathroom. It's your so show. It's I just all start, you. Man. I get, you know what I mean? Like, I just lose my train of thought. It's your show. You see every, what you want to do. I just want to, I want to give something free. You know what I mean? You know, hey, go for it. I'm going to the bathroom let you get busy. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, brother. Brother Elijah, may I? Absolutely, man. Run with it. All right. Oh, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> with numbers. Um, some of you may know, but I authored a book called Deity Linkage Manual. And it's showing you how to use your numbers to find deities to work with. Now, if you already have deities you work with, you already this, it ain't for you. It ain't, it ain't for you. But if you're confused, like, I don't know what deity to work with, whatever, this book will help you. Um, for those who listen to this program, I'm giving you a free ebook, but you have to follow this step so you're not going to get it free. Um. My online store is called L9Shop.com. That's E-L, the number nine, shop.com, L9Shop.com. If you go there and click on books, you'll see the Deity Linkage Manual. If you select ebook, then it's going to show a price of $9.99. When you check out, put in a discount code PANIC, P-A-N-I-C, and you can get my book, which is a number one bestseller on Amazon, sold thousands worldwide, and it's a big success, giving it to you for free. So all you have to do is follow those steps. If you go to Amazon, you're going to get this discount. You have to go to my online store, l9shop.com. If you don't like ebooks and you want to get the physical copy, I'll give you $10 off by still using that code. So you'll get $9.99 off the retail price of $19.99 you can get the book for $10. But to be honest, I don't keep that many books on, on stock. I usually send people to Amazon. So if a lot of people want the physical book, you may have to wait a week and a half until we get a new shipment or whatever. But if you want a free ebook to help you uh, set up an altar, basic steps or whatever, in addition to pandas class or whatever, you'll find deities to work with simply by using your name and your birth date adding on using numbers to do things, that's what Tahuti Numi is, using numbers to do more than just personality and stuff like that. But that's one of the things you can do once you know your numbers. You can find deities that resonate with you. So if that resonates with you, l9shop.com, click on books, get the e-book, and you'll get it for free by putting the discount code PANIC in there. 
Thank you for letting nice. me get that. And what, what's, what's the name of the book again? Deity Linkage Manual, How to Find Your Gods and Goddesses Using Numerology. If you want to see what other people are saying, because I'm big, I'm not big on toot my own horn like Kenny G. I let the people talk. So go to Amazon, look at the reviews, and you be the judge. Okay. All right. So y'all heard it. Go to L E L nine shop S H O P dot com. Go to books. And then you'll see the DT linkage manual. Put in the discount code panic. And oh, then you'll yeah. be able to Hmm? I said, Oh yeah. Yeah. And then from there you can get the ebook for free. Trump is winning, y'all. <laughs> we just looked at the thing that Trump is winning. They got niggas scared, yo. He's two forty four to two fifteen. Niggas, y'all niggas need to get scared. Get out there. E L nine shop dot com slash books. And the code is panic, and and they'll get the free book. Nice, 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 nice. You get gifts coming to this motherfucker. So yes, I like that. So we we gonna get to our original plan, which you know you can talk us out with anything you want to talk about, brother. Anything you want to say, anything. Till the wheels fall off. You silly, bro. You silly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know where to start now, bro. <laughs> like I said, you touched on like twenty million things. Obviously, we could have built on all level, man. Yeah, um, I mean, well, I mean, if there's something from the site you want to talk about, uh, give a list of the workshops that you have again. Actually, okay. Um, salimyers dot com s a l i m y e r s dot com. Click on events and consultation. I'm gonna start like this. I'm gonna start with the free stuff. So I got like mad workout. Like, uh, unlike most of these cats, I didn't come out of the game trying to sell stuff or whatever. I actually put in work. So I went to direct the film to all my free information. I've got over 100 articles on the Internet and probably, like, over 100 videos and probably, like, hundreds of radio shows or whatever. So I like to talk about the free information. You know what I'm saying? That's why the cats come at me like, hey, yeah, well, yeah, you, you have here. a radio too. Let people know your radio show. Yeah. Yeah, I hit you up, man. Like I told you, I wanted you on or whatever, but you know, I know, I know, I message you. We can do it now. I mean, so many people ask me. I, this is rare. I'll do them, but maybe we can work something out. Maybe we can work something out. Just get some time, and I'll come on. As long as we have a good title or something, I don't mind. You know, man, once my, you know a nigga personally or something, it changes. Shit changes. Hey, my title with you, bro. I tell you right off rip. My title with you is about you. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about. If somebody want to hear your lecture, they can find it. You put out mad work, but just about you, your person, you, the person. You know what I'm saying? So like, well, I ain't gonna that. I really rare on that. I'll tell my stories as long as in the spiritual context. But I'm gonna have to say what Bobby Hammett told me from the jump: this shit ain't about me. You know what I'm saying? Nobody should even give a fuck. To be real. And I understand. I could maybe talk about some of the spiritual revelations and things. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, that I, I, I was a sharecropper's son. And I worked on the farm with my father. And then once I came to the big city and I seen all the lights 
and all the spirituality. I don't think nobody wants to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know, bro. Out of all due respect, you know them joints behind the music. It's like when cats open up and show you. That's how you find out cats really. Yeah, if I was playing a saxophone, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But this shit here is really about the work. You know what I'm saying? See, they see they want to hear behind the music on behind the music. When the niggas at the concert, they want to hear the motherfucking music. And I'm at the concert constantly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Behind the music, I get in the bed with Khadijah. You know what I'm saying? She knows that story. And 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 I only say that out of respect for like uh I was there was uh some spiritual shit Bobby was teaching on. And I got some channels that they were him. And then he was saying, Yeah, I got you know, somebody else got the same channel, same shit, da 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 which was confirmation. Why you ain't telling them people about it? He said, Cause this shit ain't about me. Who gives a who the fuck I care? Fuck it doesn't matter. I know what's about me. This shit is about the work. And see, the more I make it about me, the more we slide our ego into this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I'll touch on it, and it'll be egotistical shit, but I'm going to have to bring it back to some science. Just having a whole show of of that. I totally get it. I, will people be interested in Yeah, but this is the wrong message. You yeah, get what I'm saying? I probably, I probably said it wrong. That's not what I meant, but I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell, I'll tell, you uh, if, it's, if it's on the level of... We talking about maybe some of the like how we talked about you tonight, how yeah. to break to a certain place. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds reasonable. You know, maybe in bits and fragments that already came out. I mean, we'll figure something out. I just don't want to be. You know, it's not about me. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. not about me. the more we make it about me, the more they think we just chopping it up as humans. Yeah. No, I expect motherfuckers to take this information and go somewhere with this motherfucker and do something. Not no panic. The banana split. If I'm talking about panic, the time I slipped on the banana peel, I'm going to tell you some science that go along with it. You know what I'm saying? You know, and you know, and like I said, I'm doing it. If for no other reason, if I didn't even understand myself, it's something Bobby was adamant with. And you know, I'm going to respect my brother because he taught me all the little tricks and tips. So none of them I'm throwing away. And for no other reason, the motherfucker is a uh, word. You know what I'm saying? And like somebody's saying, shit, I like Panic's New York stories. Yeah, I tell them in the context. You know what I'm saying? They're not just the stories alone just because, wow, Panic, I didn't know you really like, you know, Jello pudding so much. Wow. You know what I mean? Fuck all of that. But maybe, like, I guess how we dealt with it tonight, we can maybe we'll work. But we'll talk on the phone. Let's just. Let's just leave it to that, if it's that, as long as we have some science. But I'm sure we can figure something out, you know what I'm saying? Some sort of medium between the two. That's deep, bro. So we can do that. But, yeah, ain't no big deal. I mean, you know, we can do it as soon as there's time. You know, uh, Visa is a giant, and the giants and giant world, what they do is they on a different time schedule. You know what I'm saying? And so she's been getting me, uh, she's been keeping me busy with shit. You know, in a giant world. It's on your time schedule, bro. It's on your time schedule. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll have a break and then you know we'll get one in. It's just that, man, this shit. It's really a, a gentleman of leisure life, maybe a little bit harder than the fucking job. That's, just, That's real. Man. Like, where the fuck is the leisure? I ain't getting none of my shows in, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, it's this shit. Come at the garden next year, man. Get your passport ready, man. We go across the seas, bro. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, you know, get it, get it on. It is what it is. Not anything keeping me over there. <laughs> hey, like, like you can't death. come back, nigga. Like most deaf. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, I'll be over there in a dress <laughs> with most deaf. <death. laughs> um, <laughs> hey, let me y'all give out this free information. I, you know, I mean, share hey. the other stuff as well. Thing. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Just get it in there. Just we just chatting it up. So go ahead, cut off. Get in there. Do what you got. You know, put right. it up there. All right, S.L.E. Myers. If you go to content, you'll see like ultra numerology and like spiritual jewels. That's just information. It ain't just theoretical information. Most of the information that I write about and speak about, you can actually apply or whatever. So um, that's one source of articles. And also, my first website is called thirdeyeactivation.com. You can spell it 3RD or T-H-I-R-D, thirdeyeactivation.com. Keep it always funky. The website, mad old, don't update or nothing like that, but I left it up because it has so much information. Quite as kept, I bought that URL back before Third Eye was a big keyword. So right now, I can sell that website probably about 10 stacks easily just off the URL. You know, anything about domains, like right now, you, you look at real estate has always been a market, but the new age real estate is URL, web addresses. Right. That's why it's called address. You know what I mean? They can get your URL game up. You know what I mean? So, right. um, like, thirdeyeactivation.com, you will see a button. The website looks janky, but there's a lot of information, a lot of free articles on there as well. So, between those two websites, you got over 100 articles. Um, go to YouTube, put in my name, S. Ali Myers. Um, you can go to my channel. There's also a bunch of free videos on there. Um, Blow Talk, where I found Panic at, um, we have a, a show, Mind Right Radio, where we come on every Sunday at 11 a.m. Uh, me, okay. myself, Jimmy. That's your show, Mind Right Radio? Mind Right Radio, yes, sir. Mind Right Radio. All right. And um, that's uh, where Brother Liar was. Uh, the word light, Mind Light Mind Right Radio. Right. R-I-G-H-T? Yes, sir. Okay, Mind Right Radio. Like, get your mind right, nigga. Yes, sir. Yep. And mind we, Right Radio. So you need to see his own blog talk? Yes, sir. Blog talk radio. Mind, look for him. Look for his past work. Because he said he got a, got a, lot, of, got a lot, of, lot of material out there, too. So on blog talk, you can go into them archives. So look for Mind Right Radio. I write radio and check them out. And in the near future, I have Brother Panic on as a guest, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, mind right radio. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go check them out. That's all the other uh, juicy shit he was uh, giving you out tonight. You know what I'm saying? Let me go back so I can see that website. EL9SHOP.com. EL9L like uh, Lucifer. EL9shop.com backslash books, code panic, and get your free, get your free hookup. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And his website is S. Ali Myers, S A L I M Y E R S dot com. So you can check him out there. All the stuff he has to offer, his workshops information, free radio shows, archives with years of information. Consultations. Consultations. There we go. We do it all, bro. We do it all. There we go. That's how the gentlemen of Legion does it. You get what I'm saying? 
So uh, y'all need to go ahead and uh, check the brother out. He killed it tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'll let you end, I'll let you take it out, then I'll end the show once you uh, take it out, unless, you know, that you're good. Yeah, yeah, I just, I want to touch on, like, like, right now my energy is really focused on working with people, like, one-on-one and in groups. So okay. So after you, after you like, like, in general, like Panic does, man, check out the free information. If it resonates with you, because one thing I don't do is talk niggas into doing anything. I talk people out of doing stuff, like, no, you ain't got to take that, just do this. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the way I get down. But if something resonates with you, if you want to work with me uh, personally, I suggest that you sign up for the workshop. Um, the next one tomorrow is the Psychic Development Workshop. So if you're interested in increasing your intuition, want to know the technique, want to know how to get your mind right in order to increase your intuition, then look at the Psychic Development Workshop. The next one that's coming up is the Spiritual Business Starter Workshop. That one, for real, for real, the white folks are probably charging 5000 with the information I'm giving. Right. Once again, you can go to Brother Eli and just email him on the brief information that I shared with him. I know for sure cats are, are charging like three stacks, bro. But you're dealing mm. with how to generate income passively. Yeah. Mm. The first time you make money while you're asleep, it changes your paradigm. You ain't never made money while you sleep, then you don't need to talk. But right. when you do that, your whole yeah, life passive income, nigga. Oh, passive, passive income, income is the that's the that that is the tool of the gentleman of leisure. <laughs> and that's what I teach, bro. I teach that from a mm-hmm. spiritual nice. perspective. But then that's the motherfucking workshop y'all motherfuckers better go to. Like you said, waking up to money. Oh man, I made sure my PayPal. Rings on my phone. I changed my voicemail to PayPal. <laughs> so I walk. A lie I tell you. I walk around all day. PayPal. PayPal. <laughs> yeah, bitch. I like going to sleep and paying three PayPal's. Waking up that's to pay. I like hey, the that's Friday. A real and that's I a real like pal. when you niggas stop fronting like you because it gets light around Christmas, Easter. You front ass niggas, y'all still buying Easter suits. And fucking Christmas trees and Thanksgiving turkeys, because shit get light. I'm like, oh, these niggas are still on holiday. That's real. But shit, it's still past. It's still never noticed. Like I said, you know, I told in the Lord's rhythm, you know, my rhythm is teaching. So I feel the swing to the left, the swing to the right. I don't, and I use what they call mental neutralization for money, which means even though it is a pendulum swing, you can't stop it. I don't even notice it. You know what I'm saying? There's always something coming in. You know what I'm saying? Every time I hear that PayPal thing, I just look and hope it's a class. That's when you're like, oh. And then you look at, oh, it's just herb. Like, how do you get that fucking arrogant? You know what I'm saying? Uh, They just bought one herb back. Motherfuckers. And then, oh, I start emailing them back immediately. Give me your number. I'm going to call you when it's time. And thank you for your support. And, like, greedy motherfucker, tone it down. But, uh, yes, uh, I'm, I'm joking. But if you teach that in your class and techniques for that, that's probably a real important thing. We as a community, for black people, need to learn. You know what I'm saying? I, that it's feeling, and especially yes. in the day and age when you have direct contact with your customer base. Yes. No fucking excuse. Yes. 
No issue. It's really about creating a network. And guess what, people? I want you to listen closely to what I'm also doing for you. I am with this radio show creating a network. And that's why this is the greatest opportunity. You've got something, a website. I'm saying I'm giving you access to a network. And I'm not saying it's just my network. I'm calling it our network. What a nicety. What a nicety. It really is. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, a, it's an honor. I ain't taking it like you may. I, I, like you literally cut me off 20 times. Anybody else, I would have hung up. I'm going to do that. You see, the guys that I usually uh, surround myself with, their disposition is not giving up. You see how a lie is, right? That nigga probably just put his phone on mute. You know what I'm saying? He's just having a fart contest with himself. <laughs> All right. That was great. Let me hey. see if I can top it. And, you know, because hey, I'm a whole is spirit. You know what I'm saying? I'm spirit. I know that's how you do. And truth be told, the cats that rock with me, they know I'm like that. I'll cut a nigga right. off in a heartbeat. They know it, and they cool with it. So, yeah, you, you know, got that's to. That's no big deal to me. So I got people yeah, messing with me and stuff. Like, he keep cutting you off and stuff. Like, man, if you knew who he was, like, it, it's new. It's I, no I don't even notice. I don't even notice. I ain't going to lie. I don't even notice. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'll say for the 35th time, go ahead. <laughs> I won't, I won't do it. Hey, man, if you do, you do. It's your show, man. No, no, it ain't even that serious. It's spiritual. I didn't, like I said, live was going to handle the show. I didn't even think I would get into any spiritual zone, but clearly some shit went down. So, go ahead, brother. Let me just be quiet yeah, so you man, can that's do that. That's the honor, shoot. Call your spirit out when you, when you thought you was going to chill. I thought it was weird, too. You was like, all right. Elijah, go ahead with your guest. I'm like, what? That's a little bit different. Yeah, that was his guest. We don't do it. Yeah, right? he's, he's been talking to you. Shit. I wouldn't even know what to ask. But after you guys were talking for a while, you know, it became clear. But you seen when the author was on, I, he was my guest. That's my boy. Yeah. So we got to keep this shit like that. You know what I'm got to do some work, niggas. You got to do some work. He's doing work. Don't get me wrong. But as soon as he figured out he could do this shit from home, that's when his shit gets fucked up. Leisure. Yeah, he's leisure. like, wait a minute, nigga, man. I just could call in. <laughs> oh. And so, uh. Hey, hey, hey. He had a push me, like. That's why I used to cook all the time. Let, Keep this motherfucker let, coming. Let, let me just say one thing, and that is that I had. I was doing the Airbnb. And okay. you know what I'm saying? I, I had to get my shit right, you know what I'm saying? And I, 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 w- I wouldn't have had enough time to come home and go to bed if I was on the road for, you know, the hour and some 40, 20 minutes, you know, that it takes to, 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 to do that. That's why I'm here. But otherwise, next week it'll be, well, week after next, because we got the. Yeah, we'll off, we off next Tuesday. Right. So in two weeks. It'll be as usual, you know what I'm saying? My nigga. See, that's, that's, that nigga is dedicated to the game, to the pandemonium love family. Now, Eliza's a good nigga. does a lot of good work. But, you know, I wanted people to understand that, you know, he'll do the interviews as well. You know what I'm saying? He just got to make a long list of questions. See, he's used to making, like, three questions because I'll talk for fucking four hours on one question. So, so he's going to reformulate. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, no, nah, right. it, it was like, no, Eli was going to, you know, open it up, you know, because he was talking about you, bringing you to the show. 
So it's only right that he opened up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's peace, bro. And then he texted me when he said, nigga, come on. Man, which, said, once right. again, it's a testament to your humility, bro, because like, one thing I've been talking about for a minute, being in this game, obviously being a man or whatever, like most of the, most of the clientele, like the students, the people like the people signed up for consultations that want to talk mm-hmm. to me, is mostly female. And what I noticed right. real quick is like the niggas, the ones that's the leader, feel like they got a following, they so worry about losing a following and not getting as many likes and shares and stuff like that. And I never fell victim to that. So I'll rock with cats. I don't care what they do. We could do that exact same thing, have the exact same stuff. And if you got something to offer, you're going to be on my platform. And that's how right. you get down. I respect that, bro. That means a lot to me. That means a lot to me. Of course, yeah. I mean, look, if you got something to offer, yeah, you said it right. If you got something to offer, get it down. And, it, and that's a part of that. It's not about me. You get what I'm saying? That, that I mean, it's not just about not me, just me saying stories about me. It's not about me. Some you going to say, somebody's going to go, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever fucking heard. And they deserve that. You know what I'm saying? I don't need that glory. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to look at it a certain way, I already achieved that glory. You know what I'm saying? So I'm good on that. So I need other people to come. You know what I'm saying? Talk what they know. And even if it don't even add up with my message, who cares? All of these contradictions matter. There's many ways to find light. Mm-hmm. No, no, this ain't just something I'm saying. No, no, I'm going to back that shit up with reality. You know what I'm saying? No, it ain't lip service. I wouldn't be on here, bro. You, you showing improving as all these niggas say they do. You showing improving. Oh, yeah, I'm just trying trying to do what's supposed to be done. And you're more than welcome to come back when you're ready to come back, too. When you got something new, got something going on, got something you want to say. I'm ready to come back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we do a part two, you know what I'm saying? We we truly want to space it out so we can see how much they like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I usually get the feedback, but I can see from the room. First of all, I can see from the room, everybody shut the fuck up for once. I ain't yet to see that shit happen. All the fucking wise guys. Where the fuck is Phil at? (laughs) This nigga must have had an aneurysm or some kind of shit. Because he's always in the room. But all the little smart talk, that shit stopped but the chat room was dead. Because they was looking at, um, they was listening. And I remember uh, Miss Blue used to tell me that. He said, yo, niggas wasn't typing that. Because I never looked at the chat room when I was doing those shows. It's like, uh, it was too distracting for me. And she was like, niggas wasn't typing in this show. I'm like, what does that mean? She's like, motherfuckers was listening. Because niggas going all day. You know what I'm saying? And I see from the show, you know, Brother Wise, my girl, Drunk Sis. She's a, she's a barrel of fun. You know what I'm saying? She, she, she's a bunch of shenanigans. Good show tonight. Word, this shit was lit. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of feedback, so that's another way of saying people here want to hear you, and then, you know, you'll be back. You'll be one of them uh, guests that come back at will, you know what I'm saying? Right, that's pretty simple. Exactly, you drop your shit right well with great presentation. That's all we need. Give me the opportunity to eat eat that chick. See, we ain't hear from you, but we did. Just beat up some chicken. We put y'all on a mute and all. We 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 beat up some chicken and sucked our fingers for dessert. That shit right there, Elia. Oh my God, you missed out, kid. It was a big. Hey, just color. just just put a little bit away from me. That's all. Just put a little bit away. 
I'm going to try my best. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. That's, what I, that's the best I can do, kid. Yeah, it should be cool, like a touring and them niggas. But you know, I make that shit easy. I make another yeah, one. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Dawn the Love is interested on being on the show, so she wants your email, Eli. Plus, if y'all don't know, Eli's book is out. Let God out, and it's all about how to become that gentleman of leisure that we've been talking about. Like my friend Elijah, he's a gentleman of leisure. Uh, I'm a gentleman of leisure. S. Ali Maya is a gentleman of leisure. James, who fell on the floor and broke his head open, is a gentleman of leisure. <laughs> and we miss him. Dane is a gentleman of leisure. So gentleman of leisure, if you don't know, is a nigga with no job like Tommy. And uh, pretty much the same time frame, Elijah uh, released his book about how not to have a job in the science on how to accomplish that and some of the mind obstacles, as S. Ali Maya was talking about, the obstacles that you face in, in when you deal with these things, how to live your spiritual path. And uh, see, see, his book will go really good with the uh, consultation on the workshop that S. Uh, uh, Ali Myers does because he does a workshop on spiritual business. So once you get the heart enough to leave your job and the tools that you need, then you can start to enhance a spiritual business. Then you can take a workshop on that. So that's a, actually a hand-in-hand kind of science. So you can get uh, Elias' book easy. He has a website. He's going to give it to you in a second, but it's off the hook. It's called Let God Out. And, you know, they've been selling it. Smash success. It's number one with a bullet right now. And it's good shit, getting good reviews. So it's the same email, Dawn, in the love, which I was going to shout you out anyway because I've seen you gave me, Khadijah, Lyra, right, a shout-out. So much love. I recognize you. You was putting some intelligence in the room tonight. So you email Elijah for his book or for the show. Show uh, show ideas go to the girls. Both of them ain't been in here in like a month. But I'm but but I forgive. <laughs> I forgive. So Elijah, what's your email, brother? Sure, you can uh, email me at i dot Wells. That's E L I A H W E. LLS at gmail.com and you can uh, get the book at EliWells.com so it's the same spelling .com EliWells.com that's where you can get the book um, definitely have been getting great feedback so far um, everybody that's got it seems to enjoy it and right. uh, you know we just gonna we're gonna keep putting it out there if you Enjoy the book, and you do want to take it a step further. I do have some stuff on my website for that as well, um, mm-hmm. so that you know what I'm saying we can get into some more in depth, uh, you know, uh, coaching as far as how to move from being a full time unhappy employee to you know what I'm saying being a, a doing your own thing full time. There's many ways to do it, um, but it's definitely a personal. 
experience. So, you know, how to craft that um, is definitely very personal, and everybody's going to do it their own way, you know, but there's certain things that you can do along the, in the process that, uh, you know, are, are universal, so to speak, that can help you get there that much faster. And trust me, I've done it the wrong way many times, which is why I wrote the book, to mm. show people how to do it the right way. <laughs> right. I, I, I went through the school of hard knocks on how to figure it out right. So, um, you know, that that's in the book as well as far as how to do it and then not go through all the all the bullshit I went through. Right, right. Hit the hit, uh, make the wrong turns, give them a shortcut. Right. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. It's 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 the same thing as, you know, um or I would put the likeness to, you know, trying to, you know, advance yourself along your spiritual and magical path where you can spend, you know, the next ten years diving into books or you can just go ahead and take Pang's class. You know okay. what I'm saying? And and by taking Pan's class, you take a massive shortcut um, to to find out a lot of information that would have took you tens of thousands of dollars and cost a book. Yeah, and just in study, time, time and in, in research, I shortcut right. it. That's the right. That's a big. That's a big point I never make. I give you a shortcut to what all that shit is saying or trying to mm-hmm. say. Or, or that is hidden in what you're saying. Oh, Dawn the Love, Dawn the Love said, she's in IT as well. Whoever did your book and website is on point, Brother Liar. Dawn, I'm assuming that you're a sister with the name Dawn. I don't want to make any assumptions. But you are good because we need to hear the sister's voices, you know what I'm saying, on this show. And she says she thinks she can, she's worthy of the show. She's right, been well. typing intelligent stuff in the room, so we're going to see. So she's going to give it a liar. And I don't think it's a stringent test, but we, we got to make sure you you can put you can make sentences. You know what I mean? So yeah, hit yeah, him up. Absolutely. Hit him up. Uh, I, I am a ladies. Excellent. We need sisters. The sisters start kicking it, and they really got it. You don't hear much in this circuit from them. But not on yeah. pandemonium radio. Somebody said pandemonium radio building the car. Oh, we can all look out for each other. Make some for each other. Shout out to my girl Tiffany from Detroit. I haven't seen her in the in the building today. But we need to hear from her. She's got those uh butters. P. Nicole's got those uh sprays. I can't remember what she named. The P. Nicole spray. Named them after herself now. P. Nicole juice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, her juice, her licks. And, and 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 by by the way, uh, Tiff Tiff's picture is actually up on my site. She wrote she wrote a real nice review, so uh, I put that up. I put that up there with her, with her picture. I'm sorry, who wrote a nice review? Tiffany. Oh, okay. On uh, about the book. Yeah, she wrote a nice review, so I, I put it up on the site. Nice, sweetheart, sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But that's actually interesting and right on time. A lot of what this book is coming like right on time. You know what I'm saying? Because Tommy from Martin died, and he was the master of having no job around the same time this book was released. But what's interesting is 
after you read the book and deal with some of the principles to add on to that, you can take S. Ali Myers' uh, 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 workshop on spiritual business as an add-on, and it can enhance what it is you learned in the book. You know what I'm saying? They go side by side. Absolutely. Out of that. So you can get the book and take the workshop, or take the workshop and get the book, either way. Nice. Be ready to, just be ready to work when you take the workshop. Just be ready to work when you take workshops. So it ain't no lecture. You know what I mean? It's called workshop for the a reason. You got to put in work, you know? Nice. Yeah. And what I noticed is that's what a lot of folk want. You know what I'm saying? Give me something to hands on. That was another thing early on. I would never even with just some fire shit, nigga. See y'all next week. It was always try this. Try that. Try this. Then I would get the emails coming back. Yo, I tried this, and this happened, and this happened. Yo, we said this. It would just be various things over the years I told niggas to do. Niggas still can't figure out how to do that Ganesha ritual when I feel like talking about it. Apparently, how do you like, nigga, it's simple. Just wash his ass in some curry. Yeah, it wasn't that difficult. Yeah, old man. Man, niggas, miracles, niggas telling me when they did that shit. I got a check for $5,000, nigga. $5,000, nigga. $5,000. Yeah, nigga, $5,000. One nigga got a check, $10,000, you know, $2,000. And they put this and they forgot to do that on my taxes and there was an extra check. I'm like, yo, that Ganesha. Oh, Ganesha. Oh, like Ganesha. Green Joyce. Yeah, that was ill. Hey, if I may, can I give a real quick little ultra hack? Just jump in there, dog. We we just just fighting for space. Die, shoot, die. Ain't no fighting in this place. There's all respect with you, bro. Um, like you oh, know, how when you out, the, you know how when you out on the street and stuff, you find like chains, pennies, nickels, and stuff like that when you walk out on the street. Uh-huh. Like, uh The first time I started doing an altar, I had a Lakshmi and Ganesh on the altar. Mm-hmm. Um, very next day after I gave an offer, I was like, Man, I'm gonna commit to this altar. This is my joint right here. Very next day, I had $140 in ones I found in the, in the ghettos of Cincinnati. He was saying it like that. Like, that shit right there is a fucking festivist miracle. Yeah, yeah, the way you said that, in the ghettos of Cincinnati. It was amazing. Yeah, right nice. Right short Vine is a bunch of homeless people. No disrespect. I'm just saying it's right, a I bunch get of you. homeless people. You know what I mean? For the, for the way it went down, I ain't going to go into the store. And, right? and fucking Visa got me lecturing in Cincinnati. I'm be lucky if I get 141s doing this. We're going to see, though. No, hey, there's some cautious cats up there, bro. You should be good. Good, good. We're going to be up your way soon. Yeah, I'll put the plug out, too. I'll promote the stuff. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I, when, when, I, when we're going to do it, I'll come on your show and talk about that, too. That's peace, bro. That's peace. So you so, found, uh, you had the Ganesha altar, you found the 141s that day? Lakshmi and Ganesha altar. Very next day, I had a $20 bill on my work shirt, which was amazing. Then I found $140 right. in one. So that nice. was like the first time I started working with the altar. So I was like, damn, that's something to this altar game. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? that altar shit, boy. That, that, that shit was a big leap in my yeah. consciousness. Yeah. Big leap. Once I set that shit up, it became like a physical workstation. You know what I'm saying, and that's and that's what this hack I'm about to I'm about to share with the fam. So what I started doing, 
I want to say probably about four years ago. I did, I did my ultra game way before then. About four years ago, I started. The spirit led me to all the money I was finding on the ground to put it mm. on my ultra. So what I started doing was I come across money. I, even if it's a penny, and this is the part of humility, because it's embarrassing picking up a penny, but that's a right. test or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But what I did was I picked up I picked up the change with my left hand, the receptive hand, and I say thank you, thank you, thank you, giving gratitude right. for just the smallest thing. Then right. you keep a pot on your altar that you put the money into. So imagine finding money in the street, then you put the money on your altar. What I noticed was every day I started finding more and more money in the street, like a dime here or maybe a dollar or something like that. But a case in point, that less than a week ago, me and my daughter, we in UBF, I found a $20 bill on the floor. Now, here's the plus degree. Here's the plus degree for cats that on a, on a gentleman of leisure, on a spiritual BI. If right. you have something where you can make money and it fluctuates, because this don't work with a job. So if you make $10 an hour, nigga, you make $10 an hour. Ain't nothing you can do about that. But if you right. sell stuff or have services, one day you can make 100 and next day you can make 1000 what I right. started to notice was the more change I found, the more my PayPal rang. You feel me? You follow me? Right. So the day I found that 20, PayPal rang down near 1,000 that day. You know what I mean? Right. It equated right. to a more of a bigger, a, a bigger day. So that's a mm. simple altar hack you can do. You're in the street already. Most niggas find change. Pick it up with your left hand. Say thank you. Show gratitude. Then when you put on your altar, put it in your, give it with your right hand. So you're praying right. out, letting it, giving, letting go, and letting God, like your old cat, be <laughs> right. <do it. laughs> so that's right. really simple. You can do. I also made a video on YouTube um, showing that hack as well. If you didn't get it all the way, mm-hmm. all right. Nice. I think somebody put the link up in the room Damn. of a YouTube video that you have. That's okay. nice. Yeah, appreciate you. Right, well, I think we at the end of this. We went to one a.m. Kid, I, we was trying to go to twelve. <laughs> we went to one a.m. I nigga. So I think we done did it. I think I'm, be, I'm gonna tell them people about uh, the uh, lecture again, and I think we are gonna wrap it up. This is brother S. Ali Myers. One more time, give them your information so they can so it's for the record so they can contact you. I like to overdo that. Yeah, absolutely. My, and I appreciate that because I don't do it enough, to be honest. Not even on my, I do it, don't even do it on my own radio show. Don't even say my website sometimes. No doubt. S. Ali Myers, A S A L I M Y E R S dot com. Also, my online store is L9shop.com, E L, the number 9shop.com. And remember, click on books, and you can get nine ninety five off the book. That's the paperback or the ebook. And the, the ebook's only nine ninety, only nine ninety nine. So you can get it for free. And I encourage you to do that. Um, also, look at all the free information. Check out my YouTube. Just put my name in. Uh, BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash MindRightRadio is where you can find our radio program. We come on every Sunday at eleven a.m. Eastern. And uh, more importantly, once you get all the free information, and if I resonate with you, I encourage you to either set up a one-on-one consultation. Um, 60 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever, and or take a workshop. And I have the psychic development workshop 
spiritual business starter workshop, which will more than prepare you to live the gentleman of leisure, as long as you're willing to put in work. Also, right. the Tahuti numerology course, if you really want to get an in-depth um, knowledge of numbers, look at that. And the master student program, if you want to incorporate spiritual practices, have somebody walk your hand and hold you accountable. So all that information is available. Everything is in plain English. I pride myself on making a complex, simple, like panic. So if that resonates with you, holler at your boy. And um want to just give thanks and honors and praises to you, Panic, and also you, Brother Elia, uh, for allowing me to come on the platform. And I don't take it for granted. Being here, brother, thank you. Being here, we need this. So you actually blessing us as well. I appreciate it. As long as I gave you something to offer, I ain't jerk nobody. You know, I did my job. I'm sure I did that. But I also oh, no, yeah. give gratitude or whatever. And also give gratitude to the Pandemonium Radio fam. You know what I mean? Until the next time, peace. One. One, my nigga. One, my nigga. One. So I'm sure we're going to talk soon. We're going to hear much more in the future from our brother here, S. Ali uh, Myers. In the group, he's Ali Legend. A L I L E G E N D. Brother Lai, you still there? Right here. Yes, sir. Let me give them this. Visa, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, woman, so I'm going to give this out one more time, and we're going to end it up. Remember, there's no show next Tuesday. We're going to still be dealing with lecture business. I'm going to still be in Florida on Tuesday. We'll be back the following week. We'll see if Dawn the Love is ready for action. If not, you know, we come with what we do. We do what we do, but we're going to we're going to see the power of Dawn the Love. She sounds very intelligent, so... I don't see a problem. We may be able to see her next week. So, a culturally speaking presents Brother Panic. A culturally speaking, you could also find that group on Facebook. Elections is twenty five. The webinar is twenty five. Contact Visa links. Location is the Masonic Lodge, three two zero South Florida Avenue, Bartow, Florida, three three eight. 3-0, November 12th, which is next Saturday, 7 p.m. until I'm talking about the power of myth, nigga. You want to contact Visa, 863-354-1165, or email her, V-I-S-E-W-E-S-I at Gmail. No more time to fuck around. Get your ass there. We talking next Saturday. In a few short days, I'm going to be out in Florida. Fucking it up. So Amberone, who talked all of that, when you come into Florida shit, well, I'll be there November 12th, next Saturday. I want to see your ass in the front seat, and boy, oh boy, you bet to bring me a treat. Something good. You know what I'm saying? Something yummy for my tummy. Something. Nigga, bring something. <laughs> you better be there. Whoever it is that was talking shit with you needs to come. Your ass need to come too, V. You got to leave the land of the go- Jolly Green Giant. Listen, I'll be on point. I know you on point, nigga. That's why I fucks with you. Well, I'll be on point. And um, point. I'm, I'm posting. I'm posting the. Um, I post to the Pandemonium Group and on the Brother Panic page the the website to order the book. So, oh, okay. Uh, the book. 
Yeah, the uh, PDF. Of? For tonight. Hello? I'm lost. The PDF? Of of what book? Visa, did you say you posted it? Yeah, I posted it. The website is on the panic page. So okay. looking for it. So it's posted in Pandemonium okay. and it's posted on Brother Panic's page. Okay. And closely speaking, the E19 shop, the book is all there. Oh, so, okay. All the stuff that, that our guest was saying. Ah, Brother yeah. Ali's book. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Now I'm trying to. Now we First of all, I thought, I thought I was going crazy for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it, it it's it's like uh it's like drunk sis said you know we're, we're missing Brad Brad forty two he he's 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 the postmaster when it comes to uh, yeah. all links and whatnot. Ain't in here tonight. Still ain't here. Brad ain't here. I know. I was looking in the group. I saw drunk sis. Though. Niggas all went to a damn strip show. I know they did. I know it. Oh, Hillary's losing? We're going to watch that shit. Yo, y'all niggas need to be scared. Hillary's losing, son. (laughs) Oh, it's over. Trump's about to be president. Trump's about to be president? (laughs) I can't wait to see Nick Cage's tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, they're draws, nigga. Oh my God! This is going to be a funny four years. He's going to make this shit super ugly for niggas. They're going to, something, something's going to happen because he's too stupid. <laughs> oh, this is going to be funny. Yeah, niggas is crying, so he won. He's winning so far. Oh, so they already crying. Ohio's crying because they lost. Oh my God! Look at him. I was thinking about this all year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
most niggas that niggas didn't realize that Obama set Trump up. He used to talk about him. Yeah, yeah, he used to roast him. Because Trump was getting at him. It was already, they was starting to warm that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, did you watch, have you watched The Simpsons lately? That one scene with Bart, and then he's going down the escalator. Uh-uh, no, a new, a new episode showed that his wife was president in, like, 2023. Oh, nah. Yeah, now, they did they it where it was supposed to be an old, but you couldn't really tell it was an old episode that they was copying it, where uh, Trump was going down an escalator waving, and uh, uh, somebody, uh, one of the cartoon people behind him, like, trip or fell or something. Had a sign or something right there, and her leg move or something, and then they showed this shit ha- really happening. He's he spitting image. He going down the escalator, waving the same. Somebody frame for frame. Somebody was uh, in, in in real life. Now they said it was an old episode of The Simpsons, and but you can't really know if it's old unless they tell you the episode. You know what I'm saying? Which they no, did. It could have been shit they was mimicking off of some shit they seen, or it could have been an old Trump coming down. Yeah, was it the same president? He was, he was coming down the What was the sign saying? That's why I uh, forgot. It was like a, uh, on the camera, it was a green sign, but on the cartoon, it was like a white sign. Yeah, so it didn't really say Trump for president. So it may have been just some old Trump shit that they copied. Yeah. So you can't really tell until they show you where that footage is and when they release that footage. But it's like frame to frame of some eerie shit. So, man. But, they put, but when you watch um, that shit I told you about, I, and they used The Simpsons, too. When they did the Back to the Future, did I tell you about that shit? Yeah. When they did the Back to the Future and they did all the 9-11 shit that was in the movie Back to the Future in 1985. That's scary. Scary. Remember, 1985, they were predicting his future was 2015. Mm-hmm. And they, they were just the hoverboard. They released the fucking hoverboard. And, um, and, and. In out in 2015, niggas was rocking one, and that shit was the hoverboard in the movie, and they said Biff and the t- two towers, the Biff had the tower, blah 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 blah, and um they were saying that was Trump and all the rest of that, but then they did a episode, they showed Bart doing 9/11, they was going to New York, uh they did they did five things that he was saying about the money and the towers way before. Was it way before, it was way before nine eleven? They said they show it. You gotta look up Back to the Future nine eleven yeah. on YouTube. I mean, just niggas here. Oh. Look up Back to the Future nine eleven and uh, find the longest one, and they'll go through. And then they'll go through. They were showing a lot of JFK shit that I ain't noticing that. You know what I'm saying he was at the dinner table, and he was like. Some guy, he said, he points to his head and says, some guy hit in the head. He said, yeah, he, she lives on JFK Boulevard. He's pointing where JFK got shot. Then they show when he's in the store with the, uh, trying to get that magazine for the, the journal, the sports journal, mm-hmm. which was the point that JFK's head was there. The bu- he did go through it, you know what I'm saying? So you got to watch the with JFK. But, like I said, it's not surprising. What's, hold on. Yeah, buddy. Thanks, man. You look like you need a hug. A hug. Yeah, uh, Night Night Modi seventy two said I saw that shit panic. The escontology, escontology. I didn't know those words, but yes, it, you can see like uh, while we sitting around talking about Bush playing nine eleven, they showing you in motherfucking nineteen eighty five. 
was done. Like, remember when uh, Marty peeled out in the uh, time machine? He left two fiery streaks. If you look to the side, there's a clock in the shape of a nine. It just says nine and the two streaks say one, one. Why, when, he, when, he, when they go back and when they send Einstein back in time, set your watches together, 9-11. When he comes to the thing, and it, it, shit is just too fucked up. When George's father comes upside down, the Twin Towers actually fall, but they turn him upside down. You can see him fall. And it, oh, man, it's, it's, it's not even like a little bit of shit. The shit is all through the fucking movie. And then in 2015... Remember, okay, in the movie, remember Doc was putting the wire up from the tower to the floor? Motherfucking in 2015, George Zemeckis, who did that movie, did a movie called The Wire, where he's putting the wire between the motherfucking twin towers. And then they showed the outfit the dude had when he was walking the wire, and... The nigga, and they put Marty McFly. When Marty McFly came back from 215, he had the same fucking outfit on. I was like, oh, shit. And then, remember when Marty came back from 215, he said, I got something to tell you. He kept trying to tell Bob, I got something to tell you about the future. I got something to tell you about the future. They were talking about 9-11. Some real Illuminati shit. Not Beyonce's ring. Not Jay-Z throwing the fucking rock sign up. Tell you some real Illuminati shit. Hitting them niggas for fucking 20 years in the making. But I'll do you one better. I'll add 20 more years back when they had Rockefeller on the shit. Rockefeller who built the fucking towers. When he did a fucking a Newsweek article, they showed his watch. His watch said 9-11 on that shit mm-hmm. in the 60s. You undecoded ass niggas. You left behind ass niggas. These niggas is doing this shit for real. Oh, Trump's gonna Trump's gonna make this shit miserable for niggas. Now is the time for magic. I bet you my class sales go up. <laughs> we need to escape this shit, man. Come on, man. Trump, I voted. Now you niggas voted and you gonna die, niggas. I just wish I could talk to every dumb nigga from my hood. You remember when Puffy made that vote to die? You voted and you still gonna die. Mm. Oh, this is the funniest shit ever. Niggas act like Trump is the worst thing ever. We, we had an actor as president. Yeah, uh, when you right Reagan and the niggas, but I'll do you one better. Wait till you watch that shit I talked about. Hillary's America, the hidden you gonna you gonna you gonna be like damn near glad Trump's the president after you see what the Democrats are really about, really really about, because that nigga decoded their Illuminati agenda. That's how big that is. They put that ass in jail. They don't fuck me. You didn't even hear about this fucking shit. But the Republicans was trying to pump it up. So it's everywhere. He was on the show today. I'm watching him on shows and everything. I would have never looked and never listened. I didn't know who he was. Indian nigga. Fucking uh, the hidden history of, of the Democratic Party. Hillary's America. I have it here. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. Yeah, we watch that shit on Netflix. So it's on Netflix. The like, niggas are talking about reverse candles for sad black Max energy. <laughs> so Hillary is too sick anyways. I had a vision of a funeral. Shit, they all fucking dead. They all get. They all clones. They just. If she dies, they'll just roll another volume out. Point three point oh. I'm saying. They all dead. Uh, uh, uh. What you're seeing right now, Donald Trump is a facsimile. 
That nigga's a facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to end this shit. I'm getting tired. You know, I'm going to watch the rest of niggas just saying, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> I want to see niggas cry. I'm putting this TV on. I want to see niggas cry. That shit tickle you, though. Yeah, unspiritual niggas got a problem tonight. Problem tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's accepted. He's going to accept it, okay. Oh, Trump? <laughs> he didn't hear that nigga. I, I would tune in every once in a while. I tune in to the base to see how stupid it was. It's, it's utterly nonsense. That nigga went the whole love and hip hop hop route. He did Yo. Yo. Yo, you, you remember how happy niggas was? When uh, Barack won, Obama. this is going to be the opposite. Yeah, yeah, they said we're going to take niggas through the whole gambit. We're going to take niggas. We're going to take niggas on the opposite polarity. Yeah. <laughs> Obama won. Niggas was just all tickled. That's my president. That's my president. And look at Michelle. Oh Lord, Michelle is so graceful. <laughs> Now watch. <laughs> but that nigga gonna get on. Fuck you, black man. Fuck you. <laughs> Yo. It's oh my god. This is gonna have to sit and accept that shit. This is unheard of. This is never before we're in a democracy. It's not supposed to happen. It isn't fair. Like, nigga, you forgetting your role. That nigga's gonna reverse. He's gonna bring Jim Crow back on niggas. This is going to be a mess. I promise you this, though. I promise you this. I am going to... Now I'm interested. I'm going to tune in to the very bitter end. <sighs> Niggas thought Hillary had the shit. Oh, man, man. I, let me let me, let me me hang up, man. Get off this call. Get on this. <laughs> Remember, next week is the lecture. Get on it. Peace and blessings, beloved. Good night. Not next week, but the week after. Uno, my niggas, one. I'm going to CNN right now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.